everyone. Welcome to a very different drop frames today. Co uh, is lost in the star field and Zeke's lost in the mud. <laughs> we haven't heard from Zeke, by the way. Uh, he's at Burning Man. If you're uh, watching this, I guess, live. If you're watching this in the, in the future, I'm sure he's home fine. If you're watching this live, I don't know. Burning Man's kind of a literal shit show right now. Uh, they declared a uh, state of emergency uh and uh, a sheltered place so yeah so people were spreading misinformation that was ebola at burning man yeah yeah there's uh there's a yeah. social media yeah. thing now that an ebola uh outbreak has occurred in uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, at burning it's going that was well probably zeke's doing that's yeah. probably zeke's doing zeke probably did that i think that was probably zeke if anyone it originated from him uh yeah i saw yeah. the the big we, me and dan were talking about it before the big um uh, like social trend or, or social video is Diplo and Chris Rock in the back of a truck driving away from Burning Man. So apparently Chris Rock needed to be at a show and they made it like they somehow marched six miles through the mud and then got to a truck and then made it to a show on time. And wow. that's a, that's a love story right there, man. Yeah. 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 That's a movie. It's uh, That's a, it's a movie. I, I saw a bunch of memes of like uh, people just like scrambling to get out of a house or whatever, and it was like Hulu and Netflix documentary and like running to burn, or to Burning Man to try and figure out why it collapsed and what it's like, uh, which would be an interesting, I guess, documentary. But yeah, it's rough out there. Uh, I don't did I don't know if it rained overnight. Essentially, they were saying they need like I forgot what the math was. I think it's like if there's five minutes of rain, it needs an hour to dry or something. So every time it rains, it just means like the mud is more and more work. I don't know what it was, Uh, but there wasn't that much rain and it just kind of screwed everything. So, yeah, we haven't heard from Zeke. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he'll uh, he'll figure out a way. There's no cell signal out there. So that's the other issue. Uh, I think most of the people that are like tweeting out from. Burning Man are using like satellite phones and satellite. Uh, Dude, isn't that interesting? Things. Like, if a zombie outbreak happened where there was no phone signal, like Burning we Man, wouldn't know. It'd be it would be too. By the time we knew, it'd be too late. I mean, I yeah, I it, it'd be too true. late. There's very few places where that's the case, though. Yeah. Right, like where we like don't the have... high concentration of people too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all wearing like no clothes, so it's easy to bite. Yeah. That's true. I don't he think seems I, that he's probably made a raider gang like from Fallout and he's now like scavenging <laughs> yeah. and looting and he's he's leading the gang territory. Yeah. I don't I think I don't know if Zeke would be the gang leader. I feel like Zeke would Zeke would be the like leader's bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he'd be he'd be the leader's gimp. But he would still be like up near the top, but he wouldn't want to lead. Yeah, he'd be the t- He'd be the gimp, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I think you would agree with me on that. That's a sweet role, you know. You you just you're at the top, the you gimp? get all the luxury. I don't think the gimp is a particularly sweet role. But like being near the top is a sweet role. I think Zeke would think it's a a, a sweet role. You know, it's, it's, I, don't know I don't know if he would. I don't know if he would. <laughs> he might. He might. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's that's the show. Uh, we're it's going to be the three of us. I uh, we we were trying to grab a fourth. 
to talk Starfield and whatnot, but look, everyone's in the field of stars. They're busy. Um, they're out there. Yeah, they're, they're out, out there. there. They're out there uh, surfing the stars or whatever you do in that game. Uh, we got a bunch of news as well. We can kind of go through that, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk Starfield for sure. Uh, where do we where do we all land? What did you guys say Metacritic-wise, by the way, on Starfield? We can start there. I think both of you were saying low 90s. Is that right? Yeah, I said 90 on the dog. Yeah. Yeah. 90 on the dot, and then uh, Dan, you I were... Up. I was like low to mid-90s. Okay. Uh, the Metacritic, at least on the PC version, because I guess the Series oh. X has different Metacritic, is an 88 right now. Uh, it's an 87 mm. on uh, on the Xbox, and the Open Critic is an 87 average with 93% recommended. So, a little lower. But if you care about reviews... Uh, that's, that's where that's at. Uh, I think stripping, did you play? I saw you played three hours on steam. Uh, I don't know what that equated to and what that looked like on, uh, on stream, but, uh, I, I guess let's just play there. Cause that's top of mind. I think for everyone watching the show. And I think for us as well, uh, with, uh, with what Starfield is and how it is, how, what did you think stripping? I, I think we have like three varying opinions between the three of us. It should be a good mm. conversation. I I like I wasn't uh, super excited for Starfield in the way that I'm not like a diehard Bethesda fan. Um, I like didn't play you know Oblivion or Morrowind. I like heard about the company with like Fallout, Three New Vegas, and then I kind of Skyrim and then Fallout Four, and that was like kind of it. Um, so I was like I was excited for it, but I expected it to be a Bethesda game, and it was. Um, mm. I got like a little silly with it. Um, I'm doing like a fist only build, so <laughs> I'm only punching things to death. So that's been my experience is like a lot of just ragdolling into space and then like trying to fight an unwinnable fight with my hands. Okay. Uh, it's been, it's been pretty fun. Uh, at one point I, I, because I, I've, I've played no man's sky. So I, there was like elements of like, Oh, I know what to do in this situation. And so, uh, I spent like four minutes at one point trying to fly to the next planet. And sure. chat was like, he doesn't know Pepe Loff uh, before they like <laughs> informed me that you fast travel. And once you get hang of just the hang of like how the systems work and that they're different, it's fine. Um, there was one thing though, is like for some reason, and I don't know why this is, uh, Bethesda just like shafted the UK, <laughs> like gaming, gaming press. And creators. oh yeah, like it was like, like no one got a press copy until like really, really, really late. And like, no one got uh, early access to the game. Like right. Maybe one or two creators that I could I could find in in the entire like country, and I don't know why they did this, but they only gave early access to like U.S. creators. <laughs> so that kind of soured that kind of soured my mood a little going into it. Um, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'll probably go back to it soon. It's not like uh, I'm obsessed with this game and I'm not going to put it down because I don't think I've like got into the meat and potatoes of the game yet to get hooked. Yeah, it, um, it starts off slow, I would say. Yeah, um, it does. It really does. Yeah. And that's kind of been my experience. But I've been having fun and being silly with it. So that's yeah. where I'm at. I, that, that's probably the... Uh, I would say that's the best way to approach this game. Uh, is to mm. just to have fun and like seek out the fun and, and seek out the silliness uh, of it. Um, Dan, are you on the opposite? Because I know you're like... I think you're a self-proclaimed... Uh, Bethesda fanboy, right? I'm not. I'm not yeah. uh, labeling you as such. You would label yourself as such. Uh, where are you at with Starfield? Um, 
I feel like it's been uh, probably not as exciting in the beginning as I was hoping it would be. Mm. It was kind of slow paced and stuff. Like the beginning is, it kind of feels like a TV show where it takes a good season to like build up all the characters and stuff before it starts to go. Yeah. And as I've been doing the main quest, the game has been getting progressively more amazing. It's just that first period of like building up to that is pretty slow and it's mm. but like now that I'm like getting deeper in the main story and more things are unlocking mechanics and stuff it's starting to get more awesome in a lot of different ways and the story's getting cool and it's just one of those games but that most people won't make it past that beginning part if it, if it doesn't like hook you instantly like it, then people won't even get to that part yeah um so I think that was kind of probably a mistake on their part if they want to like drawing a lot of people like you got to really have a stronger hook in the beginning and it just kind of is a slow burn i personally like that because i like slow games and slow burn but i know that's not like the most popular thing that people like that's like the most common complaint i'm hearing is that it's so slow and um dull in the beginning sure um but as i've now that i'm getting further into it i'm getting like it's growing on me more and more and more as like todd's put it in an interview like the more time I'm giving it, the more it's giving back, and it's feeling better as I get deeper into it. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying it so far in the pacing. Stripping, is this Ooh. you flying towards the planet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they wouldn't, they weren't telling me. And I'm like, boost, I'm like boosting every time it's full. And I'm like, I swear the planet's getting bigger. And they're like, he doesn't know. It's not getting bigger. And yeah, that was, this was me. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm like in the middle of where both of you are. Uh, I, I have like a severe love hate relationship with this game. There's so many things in it that I just absolutely abhor and will like constantly bitch about. And then I'll step away from the game for like an hour. And then last night off stream, it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna go play Starfield. And then I just played for like another six or seven hours. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's just like my addictive personality, uh, or, or what, but it's, I, there's so many things to just easily hate on this, but I just find myself, I've put 34 hours in the game already, um, which is a significant amount. Uh, and I find myself constantly like just saying exactly what I just said. I, I would play it right now, but I would immediately start bitching about something (laughs) because they're, there are bitch-worthy things about this game. First and foremost, what the fuck is this inventory system? This shit is Dude, this, terrible. The, it's this, fucking dog the shit. Skyrim inventory? Oh upset my me god. Greatly. We need Sky UI in here like immediately. ASAP, yeah. It's so bad. Like truly the worst of worst. Uh it, 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 I I I don't know that Dan, did you turn on the cheats or, or uh stripping? Did you turn on the cheats for unlimited inventory? I'm like right there. No. I'm like super no, close. No, I haven't. It's, I haven't. It's I'm I maxed out carrying limit on my character, so I'm at two fifty or whatever the max is. And then I built a ship specifically for like cargo purposes. But unfortunately, what that meant is that I was terrible at everything else. And the game kind of expects you to be combat ready yeah when you're flying around yeah there's a lot 
I feel a lot of perk starvation in this game where like I can't have hundred percent high inventory and be good at combat and be good at ship combat. Like the beginning is very rough at the perk points right now. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm I'm level twenty right now and I'm feeling that real bad. Um because I've spec'd out like like I said, the, I have four perks and uh weight uh to like carry more. Um and then I have four perks in piloting. So I can make a better ship. And then uh, I have like a couple perks and like weapons and stuff to like do better damage and things like that. And now I'm realizing that I can't uh, change or, or um, interact with the systems to like upgrade my guns. Yeah. And so you have perks. to, yep. yeah, you have to get five perks in science to even get to the, the second tier. So you can alter your guns and you can alter your spacesuits. And like that sucks that it takes so long to interact with those systems. Um, I guess level twenty is not much in a game where the level is you know there's no cap to it. Six thousand, right? Six thousand. Oh, I don't. I don't even know. I I heard there was yeah, no cap. I, Maybe it is six thousand. That makes sense. There's no everything. cap, but what if you? I think if you have everything, you are six thousand. You're six thousand. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and, and yeah, I'm, I, I agree hundred percent, Dan. Like I'm skill point starved. Like I, I wish I could go and interact with all those systems because it, it seems fun. I just can't, right? So I was trying to like be worried. I've only leveled unarmed and like a little bit of health. Yeah, they really want you to specialize like early, like on one type of dealing damage because you just don't have enough perks where to like dabble in everything. Yeah, this is me leveling my uh, unarms here. I saw. Let's see, yeah, you're crushing. That looks very effective. You are tearing them up. <laughs> you're, you're destroying yeah. those level one creatures that won't harm you. They have one health, so it's really good. Yeah, the yeah. Level. I'm trying to punch a rock now. It's really. Um... <laughs> this is the most stripped playthrough I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, okay. I just kept blacking out because I wasn't maintaining oxygen properly, and every yeah. time you swing unarmed, it uses oxygen. So, like, it's firing a gun. So Man. I'm just like fighting enemies and blacking out halfway through because I'm constantly like tapping into my O2, what? like using too much O2. Yeah, it the, I, that just circles back to the inventory system. Like the first 10, 15 hours of this game were just me being completely encumbered. Uh, and and yeah. Yeah. I, I did a thoughts video on this uh, after the first day and I've constantly said this. And I think it's kind of a stupid statement, but I'm going to say it anyways. The worst thing for Starfield was that Baldur's Gate came out because it highlighted everything that I like see that that I'm frustrated with in this game. Like Baldur's Gate has done yeah. it better. Mm-hmm. There are definitely systems where Baldur's Gate has excelled at those systems, and then you—that's like a hard whiplash comparison. I think they're very different games, but there's definitely 100%. like systems like inventory and equipment management. That is like one game was like, hey, you know, let's and use our ten years of experience to make this user friendly, and the other guy and the other company was like, let's stick to what we always do. Well, and then they just—it's a list. It's just a big old list of gear. The Baldur's Gate inventory is also awful. Like it's—it's it's, well, awful is a strong word. It, it's not the best part of the game by far. It's not an elegant mm-hmm. solution to it. Um, but you're able to like send things to camp. Which narratively doesn't make much sense, but if I could go up and like send things to my ship, which has X amount of cargo space, that would solve so many issues. I just don't know, like narratively, how that would make sense. Does the ship? Come I feel and, like they like, could have doubled. Or? 
you, they could have doubled your base carry weight and nothing about this game would have changed. It just would have been better. Yeah. You can like, sense that. 100 pounds is, is not a lot. It's I have not. 130 carry weight and yeah. I get over encumbered in the second room of the game. And yeah. I'm not even picking everything up. I'm just picking up things that like might be useful. Yeah. 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 Damn, what were you going to say? Uh, if you, you can send stuff to your ship, but only if you're like within a certain distance of it. Okay. I think like 500 meters or so like if you can relative to your ship you can open up the inventory go to your ship and then drop stuff in your cargo hold mm. but you can't like do it if you go too far away or in a dungeon which kind of makes it not that useful yeah um it, i i feel like there's so many mods i'm like okay i need a mod for this i need a mod for that like to tweak 100 as there's uh little decisions here and there yeah well it, it, go they ahead. have never made a good ui in a game yet and modders have to fix it every time. I would say, like, this is one of their sleekest UIs, and it's, like, at least big, and you can see multiple items at once, but it's still, like, tell that they haven't quite learned how to make a great PC UI yet. It's yeah. very controller-focused. Do you do you think, as a Bethesda fan, they lean into, like, don't worry too much about that, modders will fix it? I think it's just, like, a reality that they're going to sell 80% of their copies on console and then 20 on PC. So they focus their resources on the one instead of both. But yeah, I, I, you know, like it's at this point, you think they would ha- have had like a team work on the PC UI a bit better, but I guess not. But yeah. This, but this game just so staggeringly huge. Like it just wows me. They probably put this low on the priority list. hundred percent. It should have been high. Well, you, you mentioned like the, the, I think you said it was like a console UI. The second you actually start using a controller, everything kind of feels better. Everything yeah. makes a lot more sense when it comes to mm-hmm. the UI. Uh, it, it's just on, for me on the hardest difficulty where mobs are actually like pretty difficult and kind of bun- bullet spongy. I prefer them like mouse and keyboard aiming. But if I'm like flying around, I immediately grab the controller. It feels so much better. Like, Holding down left alt and like WASD to change the power permissions or whatever for the ship. Yeah. So bad. I don't know like who came up with that. I'm like, that, my fingers don't move that way. No, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I don't even, I don't know if the two of you have played controller, but how does it handle keybinds on the controller in terms of like weapons? Cause on, on PC, you have like one through zero, which you can bind. I don't know how that works on a on a controller. How you filter through that? I think usually in the other games you would pull up a weapon wheel and you would you know when you like favorite something and put it on the hot bar for the numbers. Yeah, like that thing pops up and you just move over to the thing you want. Got I don't it. know how to access it on the controller, but that's usually how it works. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've not interacted with it uh, in that regard. Um, I think Dan's the, been posting a bunch of a bunch of life tips on Twitter. I've seen. Oh, the quality Stuff of life, life tips. Yeah. But, a lot of them are important. Like right here, I'm watching you mine. Are you holding down right click? You could mine faster. No, I, no, I held left click for it. This is going to be 20 minutes of me holding left click, man. And then I got over encumbered, and then I just threw it all away. Yeah, yeah. That's materials uh, weigh so much, and they like like they weigh you down and your ship down so quickly. So I, I'm curious if I've seen. I shouldn't say a lot of streamers, but I've seen uh, sips, and I think lyric. Which makes sense given the two of those uh, uh, references. Uh, mm-hmm. So they don't have ship storage. They just go into their ship and throw everything into the back. 
<laughs> and so when they walk into the ship, there's like, you know, hundred just crap. <laughs> Wait, that's genius though. And so it just dumps it all. Uh, it's not that organized. Does, does that contribute it, to your ship's weight? I don't think so. I, I don't. That's genius. I can't say yeah. what, <laughs> yes or no uh, to that. I just know that I've watched. Sips walk into his ship and he said, Yeah, man, it gets crazy when I'm flying around because that just flies everywhere. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if that's like the best way to start off because it, it ignores um, the storage limit on the ship. I don't know. Uh, it's it, the inventory, though, I think is is right at the very beginning, is, is and even 30 hours in, definitely the worst part. Uh, I, I sorting through it sucks. The way it's presented is bad. Like I, I want Sky UI mm. so fast, and I'm sure they're yeah. working on it. Um, I think that's probably like the worst part of the the game for me is just like how much time I've spent uh, struggling with with the inventory aspect of it. You beat the shit out of those those aliens. They're stripping with your hands. Right, so I up. didn't, I didn't know how to scan things, and they wouldn't scan, and I couldn't figure out how. But I realized if I killed them, they automatically got scanned. So I just mm-hmm. walked around killing everything, and now here's me trying to mine water. Um, yeah, you just walk up. Oh, this this is this is an odd thing. How come when you're doing this and you're in the scan mode, it deactivates the ability to go up and press E on it? Because that's what you're supposed to do to that thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Just out here punching things because I think that system? I figured out that the only way I could get data was to punch things. Well, you're supposed to scan. I didn't know how to scan this thing. I thought if I looked at it long enough, it would scan. <laughs> it says on the bottom <laughs> scan. Wa- if you press E. You're just e. going to watch me look at this thing. <laughs> like three. I'm not kidding. This is me. <laughs> and then like, I don't know. I didn't hit. I think I hit you by accident, but I don't know why it scanned there. In my brain, I'm like, oh, I looked at it long enough. <laughs> I just go around. I keep going. It's, it's actually kind of a perfect example of watching through this clip. I think most people Dude. do this. Like you're not a I, like I'm, you're not the 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 unicorn in this process. No, it's pretty normal. And I, I'm lucky that I played the game the second it came out because if I decided an hour late, people would have torn me apart for this. But at the time, no one knew that I was doing stuff wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I was okay. It's pretty silly. <laughs> I'm just what I want to see how the I haven't messed around too much with melee combat. They run from you. It's it's well, they're not. It's rough because. Every swing takes oxygen, and then, I, so in my playthrough, okay, I get to the second planet, and I'm punching. I'm boxing my way through life. I'm having a good time. I get to the second planet, and a bounty hunter shows up, and she shows up out nowhere. Did you take like, the hey. wanted perk? Yes. That's okay. So she yeah. shows up, but she's on my team. She's like, yo, there's a bunch of criminals across the ridge in this compound. Help me take them out, and I'll pay you. And the, so the bounty hunter that approaches me is not wearing a helmet. So I'm like, Chet, is this atmosphere breathable? And they're like, duh, she's not wearing a helmet. So I took my helmet off and destroyed my lungs. Like, obliterated my lungs. And then I didn't have medicine. So I spent the next two hours in game just trying to find <laughs> medicine to kill my lungs as they got steadily worse. It was at the point where I could only punch twice before I had to stop for, like, <laughs> like I had to stop and breathe. And I was like, I couldn't breathe properly because I took my helmet off on the second planet because they put an AI in front of me, an NPC that wasn't wearing a helmet 
I love that you're. Well, here I thought for it this. was okay. Z, I, I always just called you Z. You're, stripping, you're you're the everyman. I love it. This is great. I'm the everyman. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is probably so, the most shared experience. Yeah. But people so are too I'm afraid to admit. in with with uh, what they have classified as severe lung damage. <laughs> uh, but my build requires only my lungs, so I, I'm like completely useless. Um. Yeah, I could yeah, see why you right. would have the experience that you had uh, in in terms of your enjoyment of it. That but sounds... I did beat a level six boss to death with my hands, with no heels. Mm. That, that felt good. It felt really good. Did you take the melee perks? I took. I started with um, Burglar, and it gives you unarmed and uh, pickpocketing and secure. That's something else. I don't know. Okay. Flex, maybe? Sure. Um, so all I've done is I punch everyone and then I rob nice people. And the first time I robbed someone, I got caught. And then now I have a sky high bounty and I haven't, I'm supposed to go to the main city, but I know the second I go there, they're going to, they're going to arrest you. They're going to arrest me. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. What, uh, what background or whatever did you, you choose Dan? I chose uh, a chef. chef. Oh, yeah, chef. chef. Okay. You start with a uh, knife and then. The eating perk and then scavenging perk. Okay. And yeah, I I realized pretty quickly that uh, melee weapons aren't good on the hard difficulty because they just don't do enough damage and the enemies do way too much to like run up to stuff and punch them. Yeah. So I yeah, have to we we could use we could use that as a uh, uh, jumping off point. Like stripper, are you playing on very hard or is this normal? This is normal. Okay. I. I don't think I could recommend very hard to people. It, yeah. uh, it, it like Bethesda has this fascination with difficulty of, of like, if you've played any Bethesda game, difficulty means upping the damage that enemies do and the HP that they do and decreasing your damage in a lot of ways. And that's, that's the slider. Um, the beginning is brutal. It's brutal. But eventually, eventually you start finding like, really good weapons and armor and then you start slaughtering them even on hard difficulty yeah uh, but until that point it is a brutal struggle of unloading multiple cl- rounds of clips into something to try to kill it yeah yeah i ran out of of ammo um yeah. i, I wasn't buying ammo types. yeah i just ran out uh, and so i my my process became the like the bethesda uh you know situation of quick saving hiding behind a rock mm. and then trying to run out to the left or right and not just get one shot and then having the physics engine go crazy and your character just spiraling off to the side <laughs> and then quick loading back in. And they, they do a thing too with when you quick load in, particularly in combat, you notice it. When you quick load in, you can't move or interact for about a second, but the mm. enemies can interact before you. And so if it's you're fine. in line of sight, you die before you can move. And so that happened to me a bunch where I was just like trying to make them miss of like trying to jump. We should really watch Dan here and not me. I, this is No, I'm enjoying so this. Fun. This is great. This is fantastic. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I ran into that a lot as well um, in terms of like the, the loading. But yeah, difficulty wise, I don't. Dan, can you recommend very hard? I don't think I can. I would say um, hard is a better one to do early in the game and then like once you have a good weapon that you're killing stuff easily then you could probably bump it up very hard but not right away i don't can you bump up at any point yeah you can change it up and down whenever you want so you can even like, 
min max it stripping. Apparently you can load into a, an area on very hard and put it back down to very easy. And all of the chest will contain loot and all of the NPCs will have items as if you were on very hard. So you could, you could do that if you wanted, if you really wanted to like up your loot advantage. I will use this information irresponsibly. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that in, in chat last night that people were doing that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, interact with that how you want. Um, I, how do you how do you feel about the loot, Dan? Are, are you finding cool items? Uh -huh. Like I I can't build anything, so I have to. And I think you as well haven't gotten to the customization of the weapons or the sh the the armor or anything like that. So I've just had to rely on loot I, drops. Most of the like modifiers are like just sort of passive things that you won't really notice, like take 10% less damage from human enemies and stuff. But I did find one fun item that was on a vendor. It was a shotgun. It's called boom, boom. And what it does is it's a normal shotgun. Some of the times, and then occasionally it'll just randomly fire um, explosive rounds and the explosive rounds do mega damage to anything randomly. Oh, okay. And it's AOE. So it can, it, blew me the hell like instantly one shot me when it hit like the bullet it, it shoots like tw uh, 12 bullets that do about 13 damage but when it hits the explosive round it does about 40 damage per bullet in an aoe Damn. just just massively slaughter stuff it's it was very fun yeah that, out of my um, shotgun ammo very quickly though but that sounds great. very strong yeah i haven't found so the 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 second in the opening of the game, you're in like the tutorial. Uh, you f you fight like some you fight some people. Let's say, I guess, for spoiler purposes. And I fought I fought the boss or killed the boss, and he dropped like a blue item. And then I died right after that. So it reloaded and it reloaded right before that, and I killed the boss again. And he dropped a legendary uh, on the second mob in the game, which I was like, oh damn, this is. This is sick. This is great. And it's like a laser rifle or something like that. Um, and I started using it and it's, I guess the perks rolled terribly, even though it's legendary. And so it's just complete. It does like four damage for a laser rifle. <laughs> it's, it's just it's terrible. Weird. Like a, a, a white item and a legendary item do the same damage. The only difference is that the legendary will have three modifiers on it that might not even affect damage. So yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, I I don't I I don't know. I've I've had uh, there's there is armor that you can get very quickly in the game if you have. Oh, that's where I put my other skill points was was uh, lock picking. There's armor you can get very quickly if you have master lock picking um, that has like a hundred stats across the board, like hundred defense or whatever, uh, which Ooh. is like fifty or sixty higher than anything else that I had encountered in the game. But it's a white item. And I don't have the the customization unlocked for spacesuits, so I assume once that happens, that's going to be like very very strong. As soon as I can actually start yeah. adding perks and stuff to that, um, yeah, I haven't even been on tough. Like if you can upgrade something to be legendary or yeah, I don't rare. know if you can. That's right. I have no idea how that works, uh, or or if the best practice is like, do you get a legendary to drop and then you modify it? I guess with because guns have a certain amount of mod slots on them. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know how that works. I noticed that as you get higher level, um, more guns drop that have mods in them already, which can raise the damage and stuff. Um, 
eventually, once you start hitting certain level points, the weapons themselves will start just doing base higher damage, like drastically higher sometimes. So they just My rifle the level? Okay. Yeah, I found like a white item that it went from normally rifles do about four damage, the automatic rifles, but then this one was doing 20 damage per shot, which was like much better and much more effective. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's definitely some weird like line of gear that needs to be adjusted with mods. Um, well, um, what level better. are you, Dan? I think I just hit 20, level 20. Mm. Seems like every 10 levels is like another bump in gear ability. Kind of like oh. Fallout 76. I don't know if you played that, where like there's like tiers where gear would start to like be better, like at level 5 or 10. And it seems like there's some system like that in this game. Interesting. Okay. Cool. That would make sense because when I was playing offline last night, I had just hit 20, and all of the weapons that I found were doing significantly more damage. So if it is every like 10 levels is the, the threshold. That makes a lot of sense. That right there, I, whatever that type of gun is, a Grindel or something, that's been like my go-to type so far. It's very strong. It's good. Um, I haven't really found a gun that's uh, super comparable to it. Uh, that legendary laser that I found, the only reason that it is good is it has a percentage chance when you kill an enemy with it for the enemy to drop a med pack. Oh, that's God tier. And so I'd get the mobs like low and then swap to the laser to try and get a med pick at, med pack out of that because I'm constantly without med packs. Um, and and one of the skills, I don't know if you guys have encountered this, one of the skills to actually increase in science the first tier uh, for healing, which increases med packs heals, is you have to use med packs. And it's like 50 med packs to increase it from rank two to three. So... <laughs> You either have a shit ton of med packs uh, and go and like stand in some gas somewhere <laughs> and just like take the damage <laughs> and then take a med pack because you have to heal damage uh, or yeah. jump off of something or I don't know. But you, you'd probably break your leg and be in stripping situation where you, you have an injured body parts. Um, on very hard. Oh, I did. I, um, what? Everyone's on very hard. I've definitely gotten into the habit of like emptying every med pack on every vendor. Like just if they have it, I buy it. Yeah, like you run out so quickly. Yeah, I sprained my ankle immediately. I know you just made a joke about that, but yeah. So that one of the other wounds I'm carrying, I have severely damaged lungs and a sprained ankle that won't heal. So having a rough time on that planet. Damn. Yeah, that planet's not. I mean, look, space sucks. Okay, (laughs) it's brutal Uh, out there. (laughs) You could get hurt in a billion ways. It's really rough. It's really rough. Um. Let's talk about the ship customization. Have you guys messed with it at all? Have you have you done much dog fighting? Like, how are you stripping? I know you were flying in a planet uh, for ten minutes. Is that the extent of your ship uh, faring adventures? Yeah, because flying is a lie. <laughs> a little bit. I'd fly more if I didn't get baited for four minutes into flying and not moving. <laughs> but uh, now I've accepted that you just fast travel, so I don't fly. I don't yeah. fly at all. Sure. Sure. Dad, have you have you done any of the uh the dog fighting stuff? Uh yeah, a little bit. Like like right in the beginning they make you do a quick fight when you leave the first planet to like give you a tutorial on how it works and stuff. Uh but outside of that I haven't done there hasn't been too many fights. Occasionally here and there I'll like I'll jump into a system and there's like a fight going on between two people and join in on it. But like uh like you, my ship is is big, thick, and slow, so 
because it has all the storage space on it. So <laughs> trying to maneuver in battle is a bit rough. So I try to avoid ship battles the way I can because I need that space for all that cargo. And it, in order to bounce it out, you got to put tons of engines. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, this but is yeah, the starter I, ship. I was going to show some ship customization, but I loaded in. I went to like edit my ship, and the NPC was up in the sky. So I couldn't talk to him. So I, I saw that clip on Twitter. That was great. I had to reload the area. Did you see my ge- my geologist that I found? No, what was that? It's on Twitter. I found a geologist, uh, but he was inside a rock and only his face <laughs> was poking out. And he was like, I love rocks. And I was like, you sure do, buddy. <laughs> you sure do. I love it. I love it. Look, uh, you, you said in that tweet. I love that. That's, I love it too. Like a lot of people will like, look at that like, and be like, oh, that's jank. But that's what that's what makes these games fun in a lot of ways. When people said these Bethesda games are wet, this Bethesda game is significantly less buggy. It made me sad. Yeah, because what is a Bethesda game without the comedy of bugs? Yeah, yeah. It's it truly it. Those are why these games are a lot of fun. Uh, like when you load in your character, like spirals out physics wise and just goes blasting off to the side. That shit's hilarious. Uh, and it's great. It's not, it's not like frustrating. It's just silly when it happens. Yeah. It might be a little immersion breaking, but that's what I enjoy. Uh, it, I don't, I don't mind that. And there haven't really been that many bugs, to be honest. Like no, they haven't. This was, uh, th- this might have been because I was playing like the press version, and I think the press version on Thursday. There was a day one patch or something. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, um, but it, that might have been why that, that guy was up in the sky. But yeah, damn, what were you going to say? I've had a couple of silly bugs, like uh, Sarah, one of the NPCs you meet, like her eyes were stuck closed on a whole planet. She, her eyes couldn't open. <laughs> she was walking around <laughs> shooting and talking to me the whole time with her eyes closed. Her eyes just not open. <laughs> See, that's, that's See, a great bug. I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah in like, particular is kind of buggy. I don't. Yeah. If you had Sarah just turn into the fucking Flash sometimes and just like run at a door nonstop. I walk into a room, load in, and she just like zooms across the place <laughs> yeah. for no reason. Like, I don't know why. Slow down, ladies. But it's so funny what it does. I love that type of shit. Uh, it's it's always hilarious when it happens. Uh, there was one very funny moment where I was on the ship talking to her and. and I, I did one of the flirt options, and then she's she gets embarrassed and is like, "I've got to go. I, so I, I gotta go. God, I gotta go." And she just, literally just turns around and stands in the dark corner of the ship, just, just moving <laughs> in the corner, <laughs> you know, <laughs> feet away. Oh God, uh, you, man, the dialogue options are kind of rough. I don't know if you encountered that when you went to flirt for the first time, but it's she's it's the equivalent of Hearst being like, "Yeah." my dog died uh, and it's really rough for me. And then the next line that the player has is like bracket flirt bracket. Like you can feed me anytime. Like you fed your dog or something like that. I'll like, kill your dog. <laughs> yeah. Why is Where did this come from? Why is that? An Not a moment to flirt. What is happening? <laughs> it's so awkward. It's really, really awkward and kind of kind of cheesy and and i guess bethesda in a way um it, Gate set making a here? so high it really did yeah this is me figuring out the ship stuff uh and i can you just pull back. all the legs off like a like a 
like a Lego. Yeah. And then you try and. Well, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I mean, this system's incredibly complicated when you first jump in. Yeah. Um, scary. Yeah. It's, it, I would act. Yeah. It's like, I felt like the scanning the planet was complicated too. Like, yeah. Well, it, it yeah. like, unfortunately it does. And I don't mean this, uh, offensively. It requires a lot of reading. Like you have to actually take a second and study the UI. And I'm just not prone to do that. I'm, I'm prone to press a in it just to like, and do something immediately. Um, what I found out after playing over like an hour is it's an incredibly simple system, but the UI is really weird and awkward to show mm. what there's only very, like the only thing you got to worry about is mass and make sure your grav drive and engines can handle that mass. And then that's really it. The rest of it's just sort of like your reactor can only store these parts and it's, it's really not that hard. It just looks really hard because UI is so weird and confusing. Yeah, you would have think they would have put a tutorial in here for this. Yeah, of just like how to break this all down, because um, I fiddled with it for about an hour, uh, and essentially I just like destroyed the ship, and then started adding parts on until it didn't let me anymore. Um, and I built like this giant monstrosity with just a massive amount of cargo <laughs> human centipede <laughs> yeah, spaceship yeah. just dude. like the human centipede spaceship that had zero thrust and like max speed was 90 but it had like 1400 cargo and so i'm like well that's what i wanted it's like a like a turtle or something it's very like yeah wide. Yeah. yeah wide and flat would, would you guys say that like that they've made a choice to like drip feed all this stuff throughout the game instead of just doing a tutorial. And that's why it feels so slow at the start. Cause like they wanted to kind of ease p- players into all these systems, but they didn't want to make a tutorial. Maybe that's why that's kind of the gist I get. It, I mean, th- there's nothing forcing you into shipbuilding at the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah. And I think that's maybe why they left it out uh, where it's not like, it's not like here's how you shoot, and now you're going to go scan a planet, and then you're going to leave the planet, and you're going to go and interface. Do you want to build a ship? Here's a tutorial. Like Bethesda games, kind of just want you to jump in and experience everything mm-hmm. at your own pace in your own way. At least that's what I took from it, and, and they want you to go down that path without what super handholdy. I'm not saying that's better or worse. I'm just saying that's kind of what I feel was their plan, um, and it. You know, that's hit or miss for some people. Some people really enjoy it. This looks like a dragon. It's a weird ship. <laughs> it's a very strange ship. Uh, and you're kind of limited on parts in the beginning of the game, but they do unlock more parts as you play. So you have more options for more ship stuff as you get deeper into the game. Yeah. So can you, you find can ships? Like yes. Yeah. You can even, you can do- even buy whole ships from the, um, the ship person that's standing at the dock. Yeah. sell you a whole ship if you want a the new sh- one the ship stuff's pretty cool um you can actually so if because since you took the wanted perk stripping those bounty hunters will yeah. constantly just like randomly show up on a planet and attack you but they will only show up on a planet if they have a ship that lands on that planet and so if you ever see a ship land on the planet and they send guys after you you can run at their ship get on the ship, kill the guys in the ship, take their ship and go and sell it. 
And so, like, that's really cool that they have that system built into the game. Um, you don't get very much money, unfortunately, when you steal their ship because you have to register the ship. And in my experience, registering the ship was 11,000 credits and it sold for 13,000. So you make like 2,000 on it, which is, I think that's their way of saying like, well, you can't just like abuse this system and make a fuck ton of money. Um, but the fact that that stuff exists is really cool. Uh, I, I really yeah. enjoy that aspect of it. Um, and a lot of times those ships just look better than anything I've ever made. Right? Like they're they're fully yeah. formed ships that just look badass. So it's kind of a, a, a double-edged sword because I spent like four or five hours in this and then got attacked once and found a cooler looking ship within five minutes. <laughs> right. In space, you can attack the ships, and if you get their health low enough, you'll get the option to dock them as well and go inside and kill the crew and take their ship that way if you want yeah. as well. Yeah. There's yeah. some really nice looking ships pre built out there that are cool. There are. Yeah. There's all, I mean, there's quests too where when you finish the quest, you'll, you'll they, they'll give you a ship, uh, the quest line rather. Um, so there, there's a bunch of ways to like get that stuff. Um, I would not recommend jumping in and building a ship at the very start. It's very expensive, uh, first and foremost, like 100,000 credits or 50,000 credits minimum um, to do that. And the worst part about building the ship is it was not necessarily for combat purpose. And I don't know if you experienced this, Dan, but if I get, if I got like, if I randomly jumped to a system and got into a combat in space, I'm dead. There's nothing I can do. Like I, I basically have to reload and just hope that that RNG doesn't hit me again. Because I would just, I would just die. Like there's <laughs> nothing I can do to defeat them whatsoever. Uh, I did not. figure out how you can grab jump in combat. You just have to power up your grab drive, click on something random to jump to, and then if you get it off before they get your damage low enough, you can just escape uh, battles. So a lot. Is, does it have to be? Because I know when I tried to do that, it was like you're in combat, you can't grab jump. Was that because I was trying to grab jump too far? Does it have to be like to the next system around you? Like you can't do it in the menu. You have to like visually see with your cockpit a planet or something to jump to. Got and it. You press E to select it, and then you can jump there. But you and then you gotta wait for the grab drive to power up. And once it does, then you can fly away and escape something. Yeah, and you can put power into the grav gravity engine or whatever and and that will decrease the grab jump time um, yeah. that it takes uh, if they haven't like destroyed turn your weapons it. off and power up the grab drive to full if you want yeah yeah and that's kind of cool um it, it they just don't tell you that outright and so i i sat there in like a 10 minute reload death loop of just ships destroying me in the air oh, until i eventually just like reloaded right before then went back to the area and the ships weren't there um, that's how, that's how I got out of that aspect. But they're like randomly generated companions. Like, can you get? Can you just find a companion that's like a Giga pilot or something? I don't. I don't know. I don't think I, there are. So there's like companions that are randomly around the world. I don't know if they're randomly generated or not. But like, you'll just be in a city and there's just someone there with skills. And I think if you assign them to your ship as a crew member, your ship gets their skills. Like if they have maxed out piloting and you assign them as a crew you will have maxed out piloting and combat um that you can use and also ballistic oh, okay. and stuff. 
Got like it. Your, your ship will have like crew slots you can fill up and you can use their skills to help you until you get them yourself. Mm, okay. Yeah. My chat is saying you can hire at bars. And so I guess you yep. can go to a random bar and just see what stats. Um, yeah. They've so far, they've all been in bars and that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, companion wise, uh, just to touch on that for a second, uh, we were kind of talking about the dialogue stuff earlier. I find all of the companions to be annoying. Uh, I don't know if that's the case for you guys, but like uh, Sarah, for example, she follows me around right now because I'm like main story locked with her. And all she does is just like, I really need to talk to you about something. Shut the fuck oh up, Sarah. God. I'm fucking they all do that. I really need to talk to you right now. I really need to talk. To you. I really need to. Sarah, not that. There's guys right here shooting us. We need to focus on this. And not talk about your feelings towards what's happening in the game. <laughs> I know we're stealthing up on this guy, but I really need to talk to you right now. Yeah. Well, you, dude, the stealth stuff, unless you have a certain NPC that like uh, actually utilizes stealth, my NPCs will just fucking walk into a door, trigger an entire fight. It just, the AI is kind of silly sometimes. Uh, I, it, it, they can die, but then I think they just show up randomly afterwards, right? Like, there's no, I don't, I don't know how that works. And you can't like send them to do things. You can't say like go here and attack. They kind of just exist. There's probably a command in there somewhere buried in the UI. They just never explain. Uh, but I, yeah, I have not seen a way to like command them yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Don't worry, the the models will find a way. Yeah, yeah well, they, e- they do. They, I. I I would love for them to find a way stripping. Cause even just like a go and attack this guy thing like that alone would be fantastic. It would solve so many issues. Um, Cause otherwise my companion is just walking around, like taking hits, triggering fights, advancing on the enemy, or they'll straight up kill an enemy. And because you haven't shot that enemy, I don't think you get the XP for it. And so they can actually like, take away XP in certain fights if they just go up and kill a bunch of guys and you don't interact with the enemy. I don't think you get XP for that. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's really frustrating when that type of shit happens. Um, mm. And I, I think you can give them items if you interact with them. You have to go up and say, like, let's trade, and then you can hand them armor and you can hand them weapons. But even then, like, why not the, just have a very simple UI where it's like equip your companion with this and they will use this weapon and they'll have this weapon as backup and you can give them this ammo instead of just like, yeah, trade them a bunch of random shit and hope they equip it. Uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating um, for that regard. And I also don't find any of the companions like super interesting. Uh, I'm only on main mission 10. I know a lot of the companions are from side stuff as well from what I've encountered, but None of them are like super. The, Baldur's Gate. 3 there's no Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> yeah, they, they ruined campaigns for me. They were just so well written and they fit so well into the world. Yeah. Like in in this game, like you'll be talking to someone and then your companion will speak to them, but the person will rarely ever acknowledge they said something. It's just like it was just sort of shoved in there. Whereas in Baldur's Gate three, they they would have like said their name and talked to them and had like a side story that it Bethesda NPCs are just nowhere near that level 
of like depth and mm. richness and believability. Yeah. Sort of there to push the story along. I agree a hundred percent. They're very uh like just cookie cutter archetype type stuff. Um, yeah. I would hope that changes, uh, but I, Dan, I did notice, uh, I was actually in your stream when he did this the other day, you took the like parent perk. Yeah. The parent perk. And that is like arguably one of the cooler things that I've seen the, the game do. Uh, can you talk about exactly like what that, what that means? Yeah. Like, uh, so when you make, we start the game, you pick traits and, um, the traits can have negatives and positives. Uh, the one I took was, um, you have parents and you have to send them 2% of your income of your money every week to them. And then what happens is throughout the game, you'll get notes to tell them that you need to come home and they want to talk to you or they'll like be in like the lodge, the main quest area. They'll just like be standing there and be talking to the NPCs and they will talk to them. Yeah. It's one of the most coolest like thing that they'll just show up. They'll like give you gifts like, um, Stuff from your childhood will be like an item you can wear or use in the game. Um, and they just have lots of things to say and they comment on your progress in the world. It's like some, there's some of the best written NPCs in the game and they're just, the voice actors are very good and they bring this believability to it. Yeah. I highly recommend it if you want to have, uh, take it like the perk, the, the drain on money is very minimal. And then like this, the lore of talking to them is great. Yeah. And what's awesome is they take your character however you design it and they will make parents based on like the genes of your character you made. So we'll have a mom oh, and a dad awesome. based on what you created your character look like. It, it's really cool. It's, it's one of the yeah. cooler things I've seen. Um, Wait, so you, you chose parents that you give money to and you also pay a mortgage. The other one is you, <laughs> there's another uh, trait where you start with a, a very nice house. Did you, you took that as well, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh you have to pay a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar credit uh mortgage on it throughout the game to pay it off. So it's like a way to like start your story is that you're in super debt and you gotta pay it off. This is what you're doing to pay it off. Do you remember what planet your house oh. was on? Oh, I can't remember. It was I wonder some if it, weird name. The, I wonder if it starts in the I wonder if it's RNG what planet or if it's always the same planet. Ooh, I don't know. It starts with an N. One of my, I was watching one of my buddies. He took it. He spent hours trying to find out where he lived. Couldn't figure out. Yeah, the UI is, again, it's a UI thing. It has a little designation, like a little... Uh, it was like, I have symbol, a house. But I'm paying for this house. I just, I forgot what planet it's on. In-game. Can't find it. Couldn't find his home. Hmm. Oh, Nasoy. Does that make sense to you, Dan? Nasoy is the planet name? Uh, I'm booting up the game. I'll find out in a second. Okay. Yeah. Chat, chat is saying the soy. So it's, it seems like it's on everyone's house. Um, it's a cool house. There's nothing in it. Uh, there's a little design button. Um, not necessarily indicative oh, of. You can furnish it. You can furnish it completely. Yeah. And it's actually quite a large house. There's five or six rooms in it. Um, and you can, you can fully, um, fully furnish it. Um, not yeah, super... soy. Okay. It's, so it's the same as everyone. Uh, only happened once, but I did last night. I did go up into the house and was like, "Can I put a mission board in my house so I don't have to go to a town to you know get a get a mission type deal?" And when I went up to like design the house, there's a little panel on the wall. It just crashed my game. That was the first and only hard crash I've ever had um, in the game. Oh wow! Uh, 
Um, yeah, speaking it, it of that, sense. this is the most stable at launch Bethesda game that there's ever been. Like, I haven't had one crash or lockup or main or quest preventing bug yet, and that's never happened. So this is like shows that they're doing something different to get the game out in a better state. Yeah. Not perfect, but it's better than they've ever I, done. It's, I would agree. It's a very old school take, right? Because there's you got to remember, there's a generation of gamers, and this is their first. So like when we're like guys, it used to be so much worse. You have no idea. They actually have no idea. <laughs> it's true. Like they genuinely don't know. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. But Oblivion they... was a goddamn shit show of locking up, crashing, glitching, and that was horrible. But it, the game was so much fun. I, I I suffered through it. I will say though, stripping, they know what bad game launches are. Yeah. Right? They know, yeah. like they yeah. they've they've experienced a bad game launch. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whereas I I think like Bethesda fans might be more forgiving from like if you're an old school Bethesda fan, um, and so that that's why you saw so many reviews saying like it's and Dan as well like it's the buggiest or the the non buggiest Bethesda game ever, which is a weird thing to say when you really think about it. Mm. It's true. Like there's no there's no lie detected at all. But that's like a tagline that can only be attached to a Bethesda game. Like, yeah, it's not that buggy for once. Bethesda games are like diamonds you find, but they're caked in mud. And you gotta get the mud off and to enjoy the diamond. Yeah, I would agree with that. This a lot of people ask, like, and I'm sure you guys got this when you streamed it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? And the best, most succinct answer I can say is like it's a Bethesda RPG. You either hate it or you like it. Right, like they didn't change the formula. There's no uh, innovative aspects to it. Uh, It's a Bethesda RPG. That's it. For some reason, a lot of people really struggle with the idea that like a game is not for them. I I think that's like the crux of it. It's like they can't accept that like this game isn't for them, and it's just like, man, there are millions of games out there, and they're just not all going to float your boat the same way. It's true. It's cool. It's okay. Yeah. I've seen a lot They're of like, that. I don't like it. Therefore, you can't like it. It's right. Like, yeah. Large, I got to tell you large. why you don't like it. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it's Bethesda RPG like, through and through. It's, it's kind of the, my bottom line is, is uh, if I find any, any complaints I have can just be boiled down to that. Um, yeah. I mean, from the sounds of things, if, if you feel like it's slow, like I do, then, you know, play something else. Listen, listen to other people and and get through that story, and finally it picks up. Yeah, I uh, I do want to mention. So there's there's a lot of conversation right now, and this was starting uh, when reviews came out. Um, one of the big embargoes that a lot of reviewers uh, were given was that they couldn't say anything about New Game Plus. They couldn't talk about it. They couldn't say anything story-wise, why it's happening. I'd be very careful about reading chat during this discussion if you care at all about that. But alongside that, a lot of people were saying, you should probably do the main story first, which Mm -hmm. is completely Mm -hmm. unorthodox for a Bethesda game. Bethesda games, generally, you want to do everything else and then the main story. And now the, com- the yeah, now the conversation is like, you want to do the main story, 
quote unquote, finish the game and then do everything else. And that's where I've been kind of frustrated with it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm so fascinated in what that means because it sounds like from what the reviewers are hinting at is that the game really starts when you finish it. Like, they finish the main story, that's when the game really begins. That's like the start of it. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I, I'm very curious. That's why I'm focusing on the main quest. But apparently that's mm. the moment that a lot of reviewers went from this game is okay to my God, I'm giving this a nine. Like so there's something that happens. I don't know what it is yet. That make turns the whole thing around. Apparently, Yeah. Uh, Just that, that's kind of crazy. Cause that's like a, that's like a, maybe a 30 hour commitment. For it's the a, most. If you mainline the yeah. story, it's 20 hours is what most people are doing. Yeah. But no, they're not going to mainline this. They'll, you know, they'll look at the shit stuff and they'll, 100%. Do this and they'll do this so they're, they're yeah. getting their 30 hours in and then then the game kind of becomes the game and then you're and like whoa i i know loosely mechanically what happens and knowing that has actually hurt my interest in the game and it that's wow. I'm, I'm like bothered and I I can't I'm not going to say any more than that because it actually will get into like mechanical spoilers and kind of piece together stuff. But like I if I play more of this game, it will be only the main story, and I will finish the main story because I because of of what I've I've read. <laughs> so like I could I could 100 percent agree with the what advice. you've been exposed to. Yeah, I can 100 percent agree with the advice of like you should rush main story if you're going to play this game a lot. You should rush main story. It's just weird that they haven't said that. They haven't been like, hey, we recommend focusing on main story, or like they're just they just kind of like it's very weird. Well, and it's again, it's super counter to everything that you expect a Bethesda mm. game to be. Mm. Yeah. Um, like in all their games, they they want you to when you like get out of that like the the prison or the cave that you go and do whatever you want. But apparently, if we do that in this game, mm. that's the wrong way to play. You know, wrong way to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I remember Diablo 4, right? And the Diablo 4 devs were like, the game opens up at endgame. Like, push push through to max level. That's when the game opens up. And they were, like, happy to encourage that. It just feels weird that if that's true about this game, why have they said nothing? Yeah. I mean, Pete Hines was in. And- I, I, you're going to have a lot of people that felt like they might have wasted their time. I don't know what it is, but it sounds like that could be the case. Pete Hines definitely was out there saying before the game started to like, you're going to want, he didn't, I forget the exact words, but it was kind of along the lines of like, you should probably play the main story type deal. Cause the game really begins mm. when the main story ends is, is I think what he said. Right. Um, but the marketing is not there whatsoever of like, yeah, push, push main story. Cause I think there's a lot of uh, gamers like myself who, whenever you finish the main story of a game, you're done with that game. Right, like you, you as a content creator, right? Well, as a content creator, and I think just as a person, once I see credits roll in a game, Mm. I'm done. Yeah, Uh, unless it's like an online loot loot grinder game or something, like yeah, you're pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I, I, I've been at odds with that. It was, it was like I was very hesitant to know, but as soon as I saw someone say that idea that you want to push main story first. It was like Pandora's box always in the back of my mind of like, yeah, you could just fucking why? Google why. Why, why, why are people saying that? Why are yeah. people saying that? Like, why don't you? And so then it was like non-story spoilers, but mechanically, what does that mean? When found out and now 
I've I've screwed myself. <laughs> 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 like, I've I've fucked ignorance my brain. Ignorance was up. bliss. Yeah, yeah, ignorance it really was, was ignorance is bliss. Because uh, it's I, if I play the game, I'm I'm halfway through the main story. I know that I looked up the mission list. So your personal recommendation here for people that are getting the game, they're getting into it, they're about to hop into Starfield, is push main story. Odd. It depends on what. It depends on the type of player that you are. Mm, okay. For me, it's the idea, like, I'm such a... I guess I would classify myself as a min-maxer in a lot of ways, which is dumb because it's a right. single-player game, but I don't want to play the game poorly, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. knowing what I know and, like, being a min-maxer, I would I want to finish the game now. Okay. Uh, but if you're the type of person that just wants to dive in and, like, fly around and go to a bunch of planets and explore shit, then who cares? Like play it your way. Um, but yeah, that, that's where I'm at. Uh, and I, I don't think I can ask Dan the same question because you don't know, you haven't looked it up like I did (laughs) to see what it is. And hopefully I haven't swayed you to look it up yourself. I know you're kind of focusing main story already, right? Yeah. I'm focusing main story and like, I'm about halfway through the story. I just looked at the names of the class and where I am and yeah, Halfway through with the main story right now. Yeah, I've been enjoying Dan's celebrity chef journey. Yeah, I've been tuning in. <laughs> it's, it's the, you got to play the game and like create a story for your character. Hundred percent. I'm playing yeah. as, as yeah. Wilbur Higgins, which is a, a old D and D character of mine, D and D ish character. Um, but yeah, you got to be a celebrity chef. You got to be a, a character of some sort. Really makes the the experience a lot more fun. Uh, Gives you a lot of like flavor for your playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what else? Is there any I'm trying to think what are some of the other aspects of the game uh that I'm not super keen on or that I am keen on? The cities are huge in this one. Like sure. White Run had maybe 30 NPCs in it total. But in this game there's like 30 NPCs in just one shop of a pl- of these cities that are filled to the brim with one thing they did very, very well is there's lots of NPCs that are just there to add story. You just go mm. up to them, talk to them. They just tell you some stuff about the world, the game, what their background is. They don't have a class or anything. They're just there to be there. Something that was missing in like Fallout 4 and Skyrim was background NPCs that like added to the lore and the feel and the story. Um, I was in a city called Neon, which is very cool. Yeah, and, Neon's awesome. Yeah, very. it reminded me a lot of Cyberpunk. It just it just had a great feel to it. Lots of nice little quests. Some some were contained in the city. Some were you know, make you go out in other places. But there was just so much density in shops and NPCs and quests and factions. And it was very very cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing just how huge they are. How many like if you go to like an elevator, you'll see all these options that it, like you have haven't even gone to yet. It's staggering how big this game is. And trying to get through all of it is going to be one hell of an achievement. Yeah, there there is a lot of uh, cities like Neon throughout the galaxy that I've encountered. Spaceports as well, not even like on planet stuff, but there's so many spaceports that you just happen upon that have tons of things going on. Uh, whether there's you know no one in them, something's killed all of them, or it's fully populated and it becomes like a major trade hub or or whatever. There's just a, a ton of aspects um, to it. I, I do agree with you that like the cities are very very well done uh did you go to the dance club in neon 
Yes. <laughs> you know, the, I found, I don't know where I found it. It wasn't on Neon. I want to say it was just in a random place like this. I found the down, dancer's outfit. That's what my character wears. So he just walks it's around so in like a, a Richard Simmons leotard. <laughs> with like the little, uh, you know, uh, spikes plastic. Yeah, the plastic Shazza cup little lightning thing on it from the <laughs> 80s. He just walks around. I haven't found neon, but I've got I've got the neon gangster backstory. Oh as my thing. So okay. I, I took like neon gangster and wanted. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember what the last one was, but you don't have to take three, which is also you don't even have to take any of them uh for the perch, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like that uh aspect. They don't like lock you in into anything. Um but I am curious how that did you get like options for that in dialogue stripping? To like sh- flash the idea that you're a gangster from Neon. I I've got that yet. Okay, so uh, I may maybe yeah. yeah. I I but, took um, uh, my three were <clears throat> wanted the house and then uh, alien something or other where I was experimented on as a, a child with alien blood or something like that. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one. I took that one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, alien DNA. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Alien DNA, and I took Wanted and uh, Neon Gangster. Yeah, I've seen a couple of dialogue options where you you can like have a conversation with some doctor and just be like, "I've got alien DNA in my blood. What does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "I, I don't know. We could run some tests." And I'm sure, that like pushes down a story or a quest. What one person offered to remove it. I don't know what that meant. They were like, we don't know what's going to happen if we do this. So I don't know if you I die. hope there's some big payoff. Like there's some big payoff later with your alien thing. Yeah. That makes it worth it. Yeah. Um, Dan, I know because I watched your stream. Do we want to say anything about the character progression and the main story? Or should we just not mention that? Because it is kind of um, spoilery. It was in some of the trailers. Yeah, I would think like maybe put up a spoiler tag for that if you want to talk about that. It is we we don't have to. We we can leave it alone. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm okay with leaving it alone. It's not. There's there's other things. I guess let's say there's other things besides shooting in the game. Yes, and and fighting in the game. And, and during the uh, the presentation on the game, if you watched it, they definitely very clearly showed and hinted that there was something. Yeah. Besides you, I didn't pay My attention fist, that closely. I only know destruction, man. Yeah, there's probably things that'll improve your fist <laughs> technique yeah. in that thing. Um, but yeah, I've interacted with some of that, and it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of like, oh yeah, sure, it's a Bethesda. Like I I didn't know any of that was in there, and I kind of rolled my eyes when I found it. Um, the process is always the same, Dan. I don't know if you've encountered that, but I kind of yeah, hate like, that. It, it's pretty much they took something from one of their other games and repurposed it for this. Yeah. Very similar. Very, very similar. Uh, we, we can leave it at that. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Um, what else? Chad, is there anything else we need to talk about? Someone was saying the maps. Map system is like yeah, kind of rough, particularly like, the local map. Local map is absolute dog shit. <laughs> It's yeah. just fucking abysmal. All the previous games had, if you went into a dungeon, you open up the map and the local map, you could see the whole dungeon as you explored it. But now there's 
a lot of them don't have anything. It's just blurry blue, and if there isn't something, it's just there's no map in a lot of the place. I, I don't know if it's because of the random generation or what, but it's disappointing that there's no map because I get lost in these places a lot of the time. Yeah, same. They're they're very labyrinthian, um, especially like the cave system. The cave systems are super huge and can be very sprawling, uh, and you get constantly lost, turned around in them. Well, one thing I did notice, if you're in the bottom of a dungeon and you're not encumbered, you can teleport right back to your ship. Yes. Um, not in encumbered the is the big thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> the big big one. <laughs> Good luck uh, reaching the bottom yeah. of a dungeon and you know seeing what's happening here on screen, looting fucking pins, Dan. You have a problem. This was the, or this was the part where I needed everything because I needed money. <laughs> I was the same way, man. The part the the bitch runs. Yeah. Yeah. You learn what to take and what not to take throughout the game, and beginning you're taking everything, just all the pins and folders, and and eventually you learn what's valuable and what's not as you go. But yeah, this is my. I don't forget. I watched Co first play, and he picked up everything, and he loaded up his his companion, and then he tried to click fast travel, and it said can't fast travel encumbered, and I'll never forget his face, dude. Yeah, always the same way. Me, me and Dad both. It fucking sucks, man. The fucking trade. Betrayed. <laughs> the inventory system yeah. is abysmal. Uh, we already starts so low in this one. I don't know why only a hundred. It seems very low. Yeah. This was, I reckon they could they could double triple your starting weight, and it changes nothing about the game. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, you could just hit... someone made a mod that just doubled your carry weight. I would put it on immediately. You could just hit unless you care about Steam achievements. You can just hit tilde, and there's a command you can drop in to give you five thousand weight, and then. Mm. You don't ever have to worry about it. But mm. at that point, it's like, in, in my, I thought about it, but in my particular instance, I don't think there's a way to respect. And I've already put like four or five points into the weight training thing. So then those are wasted yeah. points. And mm -hmm. I spent 180,000 credits making two different ships that were just four weight options. So I was like, well, then if I'm just going to fucking put a console command. Why the fuck did I spend all that time doing it? Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, there's, I, there's, I still like managing it. I just don't like how shit is. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's rough in that regard. Um, map system is is jumping back to that though. Really bad. A um, lot of menus as well, just to do anything to like go from planet to planet. You're definitely in menu hell. You get I got faster uh, the more I interact with it to where I can kind of do things a lot quicker now, but uh, it's a little cumbersome when you first uh, get into it. One thing I will say he's grabbing everything. He's getting yeah, everything. I am emptying that place. That's what I it's, if it's, it's not nailed do, down, dude. It's gone. It's what, yep. look Baldur's Gate 3 ruined people because in BG3 you could do this. He's <laughs> taking the styrofoam cups, man. That you have to, know, man. Those grabbing. are those are like three credits. You gotta <laughs> You got to do it. You be a god of styrofoam cups later in the game. I don't know. Yeah. You got to take it all. Yeah. You have to. Um, uh, have you guys, like, explored more than one zone on the same planet? What do you mean? Like, more than like, one dungeon? I've gone, down to a planet. I've gone down to a planet, and it, like, gives you, like, the, you know, it generates a little chunk for you. And then if you want to do a new chunk, you have to go back out and then go back down again, right? Or is that not mm -hmm. how it works? That's how it works. Like if you're not doing one of the predetermined mm. spots on the planet, yeah, it just yeah. randomly generates a spot around mm. you. Okay, mm. I just wonder how that works. Mm. 
because I haven't. I've, I think I've ex- only explored like one chunk of each planet, and then I move on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some planets don't have that much stuff to explore. They have like two or three things, like an abandoned X, like research facility, mining facility. I've seen a couple of those, um, and I've seen. I have encountered one repeat facility on two different planets. Um, and yeah. that was kind of a bummer. Like it, it broke the immersion a little bit. We're like, it was the same. I knew, I knew the people in it. I knew the dun. I knew the dungeon layout essentially. Uh, that's only happened once. I don't know how frequent that'll be, but that, that was kind of a bummer to see that. Kind of reminds me of like, uh, it, there's like a deck of cards and it pulls out a card for like a dungeon and it puts it there. Yeah. I'm hoping that over time modders will make there be a bunch more cards so that way like you don't repeat stuff very often. Oh, they'll yeah. make their own custom yeah. ones. 100%. Um one thing I will say uh that Bethesda actually did iterate on cuz a lot of the stuff they didn't it's got you've seen it if you played a Bethesda game. The lock picking system in this game is fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the lock picking system. It's very cool. it's That's super good. fun. It, it's like a well done iteration on on the the tried and true like thing that everyone stole for any other open world game of doing this and like trying not mm-hmm. to break the lockpick. Um, I don't know if I have I can't really like pull up footage of it, but it's essentially a it's like a puzzle uh, that yeah. they mm-hmm. they throw at you, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not super difficult, um, but it's very good. I I really enjoy the puzzle system or the the lock picking system uh in this it when you first look at it doesn't make much sense you have to kind of sit there and figure it out you have to realize that the 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 circle grid lights up i think i think if you i don't know if it does it by default i have some lock picking uh i have the lock picking skill maxed out and i think now that i have that when i select one of the options for the puzzle it lights up the ring blue yeah, that's like the first or second rank of the perk. Okay, uh, yeah. Without it, it's just it's just all white the whole time. Got it. That made it a lot easier because you can kind of just thumb through and it'll tell you which ones will actually fit. And so then it, it immediately like breaks that type of shit up um, and, and makes it a lot simpler. Um, Sometimes a piece will fit and then like it's not the right one and then you have to go back and undo it. Yeah. And the, the other mini game, the like the old, the old one, like, I, it was hard to fail because it was just so easy after a while you get so used to it but now it's this one is like it's a challenge every time and and the part of the lock the more challenging the puzzle which is great yeah i don't like the fact though that i can't and and someone in chat just pointed out i didn't think about it that this uh arianoth says the downside is that you can't try to pick master locks and rely on luck you need to waste perk points that's a hundred percent true and i had not realize that till now you can't actually attempt a master rank lock unless you have the trait to allow you to attempt it that's true uh, also if you have the trait it lights up blue and it kind of makes the puzzle easier so if you wanted the challenge you can't can't turn that off <laughs> it makes it easier but it's some of the master rank stuff is pretty difficult uh even even with having the little like quote-unquote ui cheat for it um mm. But yeah, I, I love the, the lock picking system. It sucks that you do. I haven't wasting five points early in the game, especially when I'm level 20. I don't know if I can recommend that because I haven't gotten anything like important or incredible from those chests, 
which I think is kind of a, a Bethesda meme in a lot of ways that there's nothing at the end of those chests. Uh, and so maybe that's, that's on me and not on the game. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I don't know if it's super rewarding yet. I, most of the stuff I found is like, uh, the contraband items and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. which system I'm just watching Dan discussed. pack mule this companion. You have yeah, to loading her up. You got to do it. Uh, contraband items. Have you guys messed with that at all? I think it's a pretty cool system. It is a little formulaic once you actually realize what to do. Um, but it's probably I have a ton on money. me, but I haven't realized what to do with it. Okay. <laughs> there's there's a specific place you need to go to sell it. Yeah, I assume that'd be like a fence or something. Yeah. I accidentally looted uh, some drugs, and I didn't know what that yellow symbol meant. And then I lo- loaded in system, and I was getting scanned. They were like, you have illegal goods. And I, and I reloaded. I'm like, I gotta get rid of these drugs. And <laughs> I tried dropping on the ground, and that didn't work. They could scan it still. Yeah, but I just had to use the drugs to get rid of them, and that was ah. <laughs> <laughs> sat there. And the old <laughs> celebrity chef high on the supply, dude, yeah. trying to land <laughs> no drugs anymore. Floor. Oh man, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I've I've always sold the contraband items, so I don't know how you pass that scan. Uh with the contraband items. I don't know if you have to have like a contraband box or if you have to have a hacking skill, like a lead, a lead lined compartment in your ship or something. Yeah. Like Cause I, there's there. an achievement to do that, to like smuggle uh cargo like that. I just don't know how to do it. There's like a pirate faction in the game. So maybe it's like a quest reward with them or something. Some mm. sort of way to smuggle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. I would totally, I'd become a illegal smuggler. If that's a feature, yeah, it is. I'm figure it out. You, you can you can go down all of the paths uh, in this game on one character, and it won't like slight you. It won't like lock you out of certain things. Um, so that's you cool. can you can work for like the military, then work for the faction, the 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 pirate faction, the faction, as it were. <laughs> um, which is cool. Like I, I'm glad that that's a thing that exists. You can do everything like on one character. Um, that's it's a different take for sure. Um, what else was there? I'm looking at chat to see. Oh yeah, someone did uh, bring up this fact. I it randomly happened on me, and this is kind of rare to see in a Bethesda game. Honestly, in a lot of games, I walked past a door that was like read it out, and in the corners it said uh, "emergency door cut here." I was like, surely this is not going to work. So I got my laser. And I just cut the four corners of the door, and sure enough, it opened a random door. Uh, that small little thing was really cool when I first like discovered that. Um, enjoyed that aspect of it a lot. Also, the idea... What did you guys name your characters? Dan. Uh, K- Chaos. Chaos? With like a... Was it spelled K- weird? K-A-Y-O-S-S. That's her name. Chaos. I don't know if... When you got into your ship... Did they say your name? No. Did they say your name, Dan? Yes. Yeah. When I when I got into my ship the first time, it said like "Good morning, Commander JP," and I was like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how did they? Oh. <laughs> how did they do that type deal? That's fucking cool." Because <laughs> it in the old games, you would like you'd have to tell it. They had like a list, I think, is how it worked in Fallout Four, right? Yeah, they probably have a list of names, right? Yeah, there's yeah, there's, a, there's an official uh, list. Like, so you can like see the full list if you want to make sure your character's name will be said. Yeah. 
You can name yourself funny, cock. A couple funny ones there, like fuckface and stuff. Yeah, fuckface. There's, I think, cock. So it'll be like Good Morning Commander Cock, that type of shit, yeah. if you really want to. Uh, and you can also go and uh, you can um, redesign your character in game for like 500 credits or something like that. There's a there's a vendor to go mm. and do that if you don't like your the way your character looks or you want to rename your character or anything. Uh, Wait, you have an adoring fan as well? Yeah, that's the other trait I took was I was a celebrity chef that had a dream home my and paying my parents' bills. And then I also had an adoring fan for my show. That was like my character's background. All the fun. Adoring fan is from um, Oblivion, if you ever played that game. When you finish the arena, mm. you get an adoring yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. Voice mm. actor. Yeah. He does a great job. Yeah. Apparently he has a storyline, but I haven't had him in my party much because I'm just had the main characters in my party so far. But apparently he does have like a storyline and stuff that if you have him with you as you're playing. He, does he like go on your ship and stuff? Yeah, he's a crew member. You can put him on your ship and oh, also okay. follow you around like the other ones and comment. Nice. And you can you also you gotta get him out there, him. man. He deserves it. You can shoot him and he's like, oh my, ow, so strange. These bullets seem to have come from your direction, but surely that must be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I have, uh, Dan, I'm sure you've interacted with the character. I've got a, a companion that, uh, in order for them to come on the ship, they have to bring their kid. Yeah. Fuck that man. They, they never shut the fuck up. <laughs> just mm-hmm. always tell, telling stories to what I'm as soon as I'm done with the. <laughs> I don't know why, but the companions, when you're on your ship, are just like get on the walkie talkie and start talking to each other over the. <laughs> yeah, they're I'm using like, like the intercom system to have a conversation. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> yeah, dude. You're like in a dog fight, getting ready to die, and the kid's like, "Hey, Dad, why'd the chicken cross the road? <laughs> We're about to die here. What are you doing? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's really ridiculous. Speaking of dog fighting, locking onto enemies and standing up are the same button. If you hold it, that's down, why that happened up. to me. Yeah. Just- <laughs> You're, you're under fire, but you're standing up very slowly. <laughs> your Wait, in in, in your shit? Yeah. 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 No, that's happened to me a couple times where it's mid dog fight, and then my character rolls out like he's fucking Dr. Evil. He's like, and uh, that's all. <laughs> it stands up while missiles are just oh killing us. Yeah. That's, that makes a lot of sense. I get it. I understand. Uh, I think it, anything else? I, I'm still. Where are you at, Danny? Are you. Are you going to rush main story? What's your plan now? Are you just going to play the game as it is? I'm I'm playing through the main story, not rushing it, just trying to make it my primary quest. I'll do like little slight stuff here and there, but okay, mostly focusing to get through the main quest to find out what the hell New Game Plus means. Yeah, that's like big mystery. Sure, sure. Um, we'll see. I I got a I'm doing a see a star sponsored stream today. I do want to keep playing, but if I keep playing, I want to focus main quest and then we'll see. It might be the I type of thing where I see, I see credits roll and it's like, I'm good, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know how, where I'm at again, very love hate with the game. So I personally, like I'm really enjoying the game. I'm just like, I like landing on planets. One feature that's in the game from fallout 76 that I love is that if you take screenshots with photo mode, they turn into loading screens. Oh. So if you find a really beautiful planet or a really cool shot in space, I did, I take pictures of those, and then they become loading screens, and I love that. 
I did that in Fallout 76 where I just had all these awesome loading screens as I was exploring. Yeah. But I like the pacing. I like the story. It's it's keeping me interested. I know I knew ahead of time that it's going to be a Bethesda game. It's not going to be the greatest combat or the greatest everything, but it's going to be very Bethesda, whether you like it or not, that they have a certain feel to their games. And this like nails that feeling of like Fallout and Skyrim. For what it's the combat's probably the best Bethesda has done, I would say. Like I combat is one of the high points for me. I don't think it's it's bad. Um, AI is just is still just a little bit dumb, but not as nearly as dumb as they were in Fallout Four. They've learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's one glitch right there is he's sunk into the floor. <laughs> on the ship. Nice. Yeah, it makes him look smaller. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely had people load in like the torso stuck in the the floor type deal. It's a thing. Uh, Stripping, you got to go back to it all. You got to play it off stream. Is, are, is the ship sailed? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna. It's like you. I'm saving it for one of those like days where it's like I don't know what I'm gonna play today. I think I'm gonna like boot up and and give it give it some more love. I think I need to put some more time into it to, to really figure out if I want to go all the way. The weird thing is, it's one of those games where it's like if New Game Plus is like where the the it gets great. Uh, I yeah, it's like it's hard when it, for a single player game to be motivated to keep playing when the story ends. I'm kind of the same as you, where it's like. Kind of when I put the game down, and I'm like, I did it. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, well, I've heard the main story is not too long, so I can probably just blitz it. It's a 20 hour ish main story. Yeah. So it's kind of lengthy as well. It's not just mm-hmm. like a rush it down five hour type deal. And the game, the main yeah. quest is getting very good. It's probably one of their best main quests. Like it's, as it's cool. getting going along, it's getting better and better and more interesting. Yeah. I'll give it some more love yeah. on or off stream for sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. That is uh, that is the Starfield talk. I'm sure it's not the last time we'll mention it. I'm sure Zeke and Co. will uh, will play and we'll talk about it again uh, in the future on uh, on future shows. Not as much uh, the conversation around Starfield. Not as much as I thought. I didn't. I thought the internet was going to like explode. Maybe I've just been playing it so much and it is exploding. Have you guys oh, like bad. looked in the conversation at all? It's bad. Oh, is it? People- yeah, every place that you can talk about the game, Steam discussions, Reddit, it's there's a group of people that love the game, a lot of people that are like mediocre to it, and then there's a big group of just people just tearing it apart. <laughs> well, people that love and lo- the game are just playing it and having fun. They're not even there. So it's just these like people, these small group of people that are just being very loud in the forums. About yeah, the game. all I've seen is like this group of negative people being super loud. And then all the discourse I'm seeing on Starfield is everyone else just dunking on that person. Ah. And like the game is like not even a factor anymore. It's just like this discourse of like a guy getting angry because he had to pick pronouns at ah, the start yep. of the game. And then everyone else going, that guy's a loser. And then that's it. Uh, but so I'm seeing a lot of people talk about Starfield, but I'm not actually seeing a lot of Starfield in the discussion of Starfield. Got it. Okay. It's well, just like general gamer discourse. The game's not I think a lot of people yet. are just waiting for the six, yeah, to play it because they don't, yeah. don't want to play pay the extra money. Yeah. Funny enough, though, right now they just hit all time peak on Steam, two hundred forty three thousand people playing, and because it's Steam, that means that two hundred forty three thousand people spent a hundred bucks to play yep. the game. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, on just the early access. On that's, just that's the early rough. access. 
That's, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. It's kind of successful. Well, I don't, I don't have an eye. Where's my eye? It's gone away. Oh, it's being green screened. I think that's what's happening. Oh God, like a pirate, space um, pirate. Yeah. So that's a thing that's happening. Uh, it's it's doing well. Um, and then I'm sure Game Pass and everything will skyrocket the. Uh, oh yeah. The this, I, I always feel like Bethesda games are more uh, console leaning anyway. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, what else has been going on? Uh, Final Fantasy 16 last night. Yoshida was at PAX, I think, uh, and said that it's getting uh, two DLCs. Uh, two paid yeah. DLCs are being developed, uh, and they hope to share more info before the end of the year. I also saw on the topic of I'm Final pretty Fantasy sure one 16, of them is going to be a 14 related DLC because he said uh, in a previous talk that he was going to do a 16 thing on 14 and then he was going to take it back the other way. So I think, I don't know hmm. what that would be, but. <clears throat> okay. Curious. Um, I also saw the conversation that Square uh, was not happy with sales on 16, which not really a yeah. shocker, um, given that it was, you know, PS5 exclusive at the moment and they're, they're not on other platforms. But also, when is Square ever happy with sales? Apart from 14, they're not like Tomb Raider was, I think, a failure uh, financially for them is, is what they came out and said. So it's really hard to be upset with sales when it's like a exclusive on a on the least popular console. Yeah, and then you're like, man, it didn't sell very well. <laughs> yeah, shocker. <laughs> huh? <laughs> shocker. Hot man, for sure, for sure. Uh, so that's that's where 16's at. I will definitely play those DLCs. Did we all finish the 16? I think yeah. we all did, right? I'm. I'm going to finish it soon. Chat. Oh, that's right. You didn't go and finish it. I remember that. I You're like five it. or six hours from the it. end. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, I'm one stream away, but the, the more they ask, the less I want to give it to them. And so now we're <laughs> in a, a game of cat and mouse. Got it. Okay. Noted. Noted. Uh, Dan, did you enjoy it? Like, I think everyone enjoyed it, but it wasn't. Yeah. It, it was wasn't like the greatest a- thing. I enjoyed it while I was playing it, and then when I was done with it, I'm like, I don't regret it, but I don't think I'll play it again anytime soon because I feel like it was a good one-time experience. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to go back and do it again. I think that's a very apt way of putting it, for sure. Uh, what else is in the news? Strippin, you're the resident Dota player amongst the three of us. I guess maybe me as well. Why would you say that? That's completely false. Uh, you've played some Dota you, in the past six in months. No, you've played Dota in the past six months. I'm the league player <laughs> I played because my wife for works my for Riot Strippin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're banning Smurfs. They banned 90,000 hey. Smurf accounts. Yeah, man. Three years too late. Good, good, good job, though. <laughs> the blue people? Yeah, no Smurfs are allowed to play. Uh, allowed to play? Yeah, wow, yeah, they can't get in. They're there. not. They're not allowed, dude. So yeah, the, they they had a they had a news post and everything about it here. I'll show you the. It's the biggest problem with the. Every time I've tried to get into the game, I play like one game because it's like we forgot what rank you are, and then the second game, it's like the entire enemy team is like guys that are sick of their sweat yellow and they punch down, and it's like there are just Smurfs in every game. 
you get rolled by guys that go like 20 kills, no deaths, because uh, it makes them feel good, and it makes everyone else feel terrible, and the game's free. So there's no end to the amount of Smurfs you can make. You just have to make a Steam account, and then that's it. You have another Smurf. So uh, it's, a really, it's a really big problem. I think this is fucking awesome. Like, I, yep. I wish other people, <sighs> other companies, Riot, would do this. <clears throat> Um, for those not aware, and you think Smurf are blue people like Dan, uh, Smurfs, uh, they, they say it here in the article, Smurf accounts are alternate accounts used by players to avoid playing at the correct MMR, uh, to abandon games, to cheat, to grief, or to otherwise be toxic without co- consequence. They go on further and say, additionally, we have traced every single one of these Smurf accounts back to its main account. Going forward, a main account found associated with a Smurf account could result in a wide range of punishments from temporary adjustments to behavior scores to permanent account bans. That is great. I, I, I wish other companies would do this shit. Cause especially in a free to play game, one of the biggest issues in like competitive play is the fact that you could just make a new account and there's yeah. no penalty for it. Uh, and it's, you, you, every company walks the fine line of, uh, people want to play ranked and then sometimes they want to play ranked with their friends, but they're not the same rank. Yeah. Right. And that's like not a fixable situation. It's like, don't play ranked is the solution. Go play a casual game together. Don't, but like the way people try and get around that is the good player will make a smurf and they'll queue up with their friend and they'll play ranked. But the problem with that is the other eight people in the lobby are suffering because one guy is way too good. Yeah. So it, it's also, I mean, if anything, this will probably spike smurfing, right? Because <clears throat> it's mm, they're, they're putting yeah. a spotlight on it. And so now a large majority of the player base will be like, well, actually, I'm going to go against them and, and prove that you can still smurf. Um, so hopefully they like, you know, double down on this, this thing. Um, and I will also say, like, as a company that most the, the goal of companies is to make money. This is completely adverse to that goal, right? Like when people have second yeah. accounts, they're more prone to buy things if you're playing the game on another account, and you want your character to look cool, or you want you know you want to play a different character. Granted, all the characters are free in Dota. Um, you'll spend money. It's probably why we'll never see this in something like League of Legends because a large majority of their funds uh, annually is probably from people on second and third accounts yeah. buying a character or buying a skin for that character type deal. Um, but I hope they do. I think it would. I think it would be awesome. Just- it would be really awesome. It's just a lot harder with their monetization model to punish people. Yeah, I think exactly. Yeah, and Riot, you know, uh, has people they they're, they're not privately owned like uh, like Valve. Yeah, right? so it, yeah. it makes sense. But a good step forward uh, coming out of them. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, PlayStation Plus has increased their prices Woo! on September sixth. This is fucking crazy. Uh, it's insane. For a 12-month subscription for the baseline sub, it is now $79.99 USD uh, or 72 uh, euro, 56 GBP or 6,800 yen. Is that a $30 uptick? I think. Yep. I, surely, surely we get more stuff, right? Like Same exact shit. I can't. I canceled. I was like, I don't fucking even use this right now. Why am I gonna pay thirty dollars annually, or, or 20, 20 more dollars annually on this? 
it, it's it's crazy. I don't know if Sony's getting back into their like attitude era where they're just like ego based throwing it around, but holy shit, that's wild. It's I, I would be shocked uh, to not see massive amounts of cancellations. There's people in my chat right now the, that are like, I'm going to go cancel right now. That's, that's absurd. The move in the opposite direction of Game Pass, the one thing that is like competing with you across the board to decide like we're gonna actually make that more appealing to to gamers yeah it's crazy to me absolutely push people away from your product towards game pass that's what they've done yeah yeah without question so wild that they have done that there's so much conversation uh around this people are definitely not happy about it um i think it was like one of the biggest wasn't as big as like the Starfield review thread, uh, at least on Reddit, but people are, are very up uh, in arms about it, as they should be. That's a crazy price hike for, like Dan said, the exact same thing. There's no benefits to this. It's just a price hike. It's, it's, it's too much. It's way too much uh, for what they're, they're offering there. What else? Uh, Volition. Shutting down. Uh, R.I.P. They were the studio behind Saints Row. And uh, they are closing immediately via a post. Uh, was it on LinkedIn where it initially showed up? Yeah, kind of wild. Um, I didn't play too much of, of Saints Row because it didn't look great. But re- I don't think a lot of people. Was like, <laughs> it was like a giga flop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, was a f- it ruined them. I think it, it ruined them. It did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, looks like we've lost Dan, so it's just me and you stripping. We're holding down the fort. But uh, this is what they said right here: uh, the Volition team has been proudly created world uh, has proudly created world class entertainment for fans around the uh, globe for thirty years. We've uh, been driven by a passion for our community and always worked to deliver joy, surprise, and delight. This past June, Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the video game industry. As part of that program. They evaluated strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close Volition effective immediately. To help our team, we are working to provide job assistance and help smooth the transition for our Volition family members. We thank our customers and fans around the world. For all the love and support over the years, you will always be in our hearts. That's it. They're done. That's not Volition's writing. That's Embracer. Probably. Uh, I mean, it, it just sounds like Embracer have cannibalized the everything, the studio, and 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 moved it to the yeah. Because I mean, they have so many, don't they? They have uh, they have Gearbox, they have THQ Nordic, they have Saber Interactive. I think they even have like some Square Enix subsidiaries. Well, they got Crystal Dynamics. They yeah, they. I think they bought yeah, them. Right, Crystal Dynamics, <clears throat> um, Coffee Stain Studios. They have a lot. So it's like they've just looked at it and been like, this one is is only red. And we're just going to get rid of it. Or wait, no, is it, it is it Eidos or is it Crystal Dynamics? It's or Crystal it... Dynamics, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Welcome back, Dan. Uh, it's it's not a good uh, situation whatsoever, but... Yeah. Start, uh, Saints Row was one of my favorite franchises, and the, th- the newest game just, it lacked pretty much everything that made saints row saints row it just did not feel 
like it felt like a different game. It did it lacked the humor, it lacked the gameplay, it lacked the environment. It just was hollow and it felt it didn't feel like volition at all. I don't know what happened, but I'm not surprised it didn't do well. Uh, it sucks that they they're shutting down completely, but it was such a shame yeah. that because uh, Saints Row two and three were just really really fun games. I enjoyed those to death, even though they're very different from each other. Yeah, well, it it was like the um, it was a game that never took itself too seriously, and like yeah, uh, bathed in the absurdity. And it was so fun for that aspect of it. And the most recent one, they tried to make it like kind of grounded, but also still have the absurdity. And it just, it missed the mark. (laughs) It's not there. It was not funny. It was just, it it just completely missed. Yeah. Uh, I don't use the word cringe a lot. It was kind of cringe. I think that's an apt way to describe the most recent, uh, most recent Saints Rose in terms of like the the theme of it. Definitely nowhere near like Dan was saying, the the Saints Row of old. So where you yeah. you have the opening scene and and it's got like major pop titles playing of <laughs> while you're like one of my skydiving one of my favorite down. gaming moments of all time is Saints Row two. I played with Sips and we made our characters separately and we like didn't tell each other what we were making. <laughs> and then when we came out for like the presidency carpet and you see each other the first time, we were identical <laughs> down to the tattoos on, in the places on our bodies. And it was like the funniest, one of the funniest game games I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, and I just remember it so fondly. And those games were so much fun. But yeah, they're I fun. They just kind of lost their way. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Without question. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 pushed out patch two uh, already. Uh, they incorporated yeah. uh, like a, a new Carlac epilogue uh i don't know the specifics around that um there's also a bunch of uh performance improvements tweaks changes um and just a, a bunch of of updates um mm. i heard they ner- <laughs> they nerfed my uh my my boys the ghouls uh <laughs> that apparently got nerfed rightly so rightly so <laughs> so that's was busted uh yeah apparently they're not great um and yeah then they added uh I think like withers wardrobe so you can like stuff dead bodies in there or something in your camp or, or bodies of, of co-op people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So before when you played co-op, you couldn't ever have any of your companions in your party. Oh, like dialogue. Or if you wanted to explore their stories, if there was four custom characters, you were locked in Uh, and they've changed it now so that you can actually leave a custom character at camp and bring along so if one of your friends can't play for a session, you can just put their character in the camp. You can bring along an AI that would have some cool dialogue, yada, yada, yada. So it's it's a cool. nice change, like quality of life for co-op. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Game uh, game keeps crushing. I'm actually curious where it's at on uh, player base right now. I couldn't on steal any, any underwear from any of the NPCs because we had full custom players. The whole oh, Now I can. Unbel- how did now you live? I can. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was rough out here. Jeez, it's still 560,000 people playing right now. Damn. That's crazy, yeah. man. I Double guess, start. Yeah. I, I guess the game is so long that that's going to last a while, right? If people can only play on the weekends. And it just, mm-hmm. that's right, oh, it yeah. just dropped on PS5. Well, 
early access is out right now on PS5. I think that launches. And they've Tuesday. still got Xbox, right, to come? Sometime later this year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn, but I'm I, glad to see them. And, and also, Larian, they, they, they go on sale a lot. They're not afraid to put their games on sale, too. So I'm sure that there'll be some big waves of, of playbase. Yeah. The, the, the future is definitely bright for them. I think uh, I think that PS5 version of the game, the excitement level that I have seen from like the console player base is is very palpable. Um, yeah, which I did not anticipate that to be. The I mean, there's, there's just there's nothing like that on PS5. PS5 is still kind of starved for games. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's kind of huge. How it would be wild to me, and we'll probably never know because I don't think there's any way to. To find the numbers unless they report them themselves but like what if Baldur's gate 3 outsells like starfield's on ps5 right no it's not at it, all xbox and pc only for starfield so what if what if it right now what if like it somehow what if what if Baldur's gate does better than starfield on consoles? <laughs> oh, yeah, it might a- trigger a reset in the publishers about how they approach these games like if they this game just sells so much because that's what they respond to more than anything these executives numbers yeah sales numbers like if the sale numbers are crazy like we might see some really good rpgs come back like i would love to see dragon age rebooted or uh, another dragon age game and have it be like on the level of Baldur's gate where they have that like depth to it uh I, I hope this triggers like changes. It'll take a long time, but like ripples through the community to like Mainstream. show that there's a market for this. They're, they're hungry for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I hope so too. The I, days of old will be back. It, uh, it's really wild to think along with coupled with this, this news of, uh, which we're about to dive into about SAG AFTRA having their board voting unanimously to send interactive media video games uh, strike authorization, which is now going to members to vote. I don't think they voted yet, but it really makes me wonder like if there will be a complete, uh, not complete, but if, if like Baldur's gate three is going to have enough of a like reverb throughout the industry to where everyone looks at the writing and the dialogue and it's like, fuck, mm. we got some work to do. Right, like it, because it it really shines so brightly compared, especially up against something like Starfield. I'm sorry, but like, yeah, I mean, they they, so they talked about better. it. And it uh, one of the one of the reasons it's so good is they basically when they got the voice actors in the studio to do their lines, they would mocap them. Yeah, so they would put them in full mocap, and that way, every time they spoke, they would record their physical mannerisms to go with what they were saying, and so it like makes it just feel so much more lifelike. Um, and like, that's just like at a level of attention to detail and expense that like other companies aren't willing to, to commit to. Sure. And so hopefully that is like a, people are like, oh, well, hang on a minute, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like in Starfield, like the lip sync is really good, but the rest of the body just so stiff. They it's kind of scary. It. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. scary. Cause they just, they do it's, this. It's, what's the term? Uncanny Valley. Yes. Uncanny yeah. Valley. Yeah. They never. And then, the, the emotions in the voice, but there's no, it's even nothing else. Yeah. It's even weirder yeah. when a third person joins the conversation because they don't turn. It's just the yeah. Bethesda thing of just, how are you doing? Third person. I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Original person. 
Well, let me choose a dial. That's great. Thank you for <laughs> joining the conversation. It's very awkward. It's very voice acting's not bad. Yeah. It's it's no. good. It's just yeah. it loses some of its value when it's on on adult. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But mannerisms can be a big part of a performance, and in Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate, you see all the mannerisms that they're doing. Whereas in Starfield, you get almost none of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The the SAG-AFTRA National Board. Um, have uh, members it says that it sent a strike for the authorization vote to SAG after members in preparation of the union's forthcoming bargaining dates with the uh, signatory video game companies which include Activision Blindlight LLC I don't know who that is Disney Character Voices Electronic Arts Epic Games Formosa Insomniac Take Two Voice Work and WB so that's a pretty large swath of games and EA I think EA are in there as well yeah yeah EA yeah um, so it, yeah, I mean, it's good. It, those are some massive companies within the game industry that if they yeah. do decide to strike, uh, that's not going to be, it's not going to be good. <laughs> it's, yeah. A lot of people talk about Spider-Man is, too, right? Cause it's in the middle of dev right now. Yeah. And it's probably going to get affected. Yeah. They're really worried about, um, AI trying to replace voice actors, writers, and artists. And it's like a big fear that. They're going to try to cut costs by using those. Yep. We will see. I'm sure that's going to get uh, authorized probably over the next week um, and, and just continues to, uh, you know, put a, a spotlight on all that stuff. I don't, I haven't been following it too, too closely in terms of the, the strike, but I don't think they're any closer than they were a month ago to finding solution. So I think the last thing was Corpo saying they were going to just starve them out of income right until they gave up. Yeah which I don't think is happening because they're, they're getting so much support both from just the public and uh, also people, you know, SAG after members who have billions quite literally are throwing money into yeah. that fund. Uh, so I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Uh, we will see. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 is joining the Capcom lineup at TGS 2023. Capcom is announced. I keep forgetting that uh, TGS is happening. That's going to be on uh, September 21st um, mm. is when they're going to be sharing or around that time. Capcom specifically will be sharing more information around there. Um, Strip, and I'm, I'm throwing this to you as, as our, I think we all have played a, a decent amount of, of Monster Hunter, but if they announce a new Monster Hunter, does that get announced at a TGS? I think so. A teased anyway. Yeah. Teased and then full, full shown at Game Awards, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got my fingers crossed, but I don't know. I feel like they they get it because Dragon's Dogma is so highly anticipated, and a lot of the there's a lot of audience crossover. I think they're going to take the opportunity to just not say anything and just keep working on what we all assume to be Monster Hunter World Two. Yeah, is what what we were we're pretty sure they're working on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I hope fingers crossed. Good. They're definitely working on some. I know for a fact they're working on something. Um, we just don't know what it is, but it, everyone's assuming that it's it's going to be Monster of the World, but using that that cool new Capcom engine that they've been crushing with. I've been really happy with everything they've been doing the last couple of years. I think well, they're one of my favorite developers right now. Yeah, Capcom sure. have such a redemption arc. In the early two thousands, yeah. they were really did real shitty stuff and making some shitty games, and they have turned it around. They're like one of the leaders now. Yeah. Monster Hunter World was one of my favorite gaming experiences. It was just such a joy to play, and 
to learn it and to experience it. And I just can't wait for another mainline game like that. I like the new one. Rise was fun. I just didn't like it as much as World. Yeah. Yeah. I think World introduced the whole new wave of people to Monster Hunter as a whole. And like the the one that came after was very much like a thumbs up to the older players who, who you know, that, that kind of art style and like level of difficulty was like what they were into. And I'm hoping they go back now and they look at like this more mainstream, like Monster Hunter World 2, new engine. I'm I'm really excited for eventually when we get some news, but uh, I know they're done now with Rise updates. So like the next thing we hear will be it's gotta the be other thing soon. they're kind of pushing. Yeah, the other thing they're kind of pushing right now is the Pokemon Go thing, the Monster Hunter Go. Oh yeah, if you guys have seen the, this, uh-uh. the mobile one. Um, yeah, yeah, they're doing like a, a Niantic are teaming up with Monster Hunter to make a Pokemon Go game that is Monster Hunter Go. Huh. So that's we don't we don't know anything a lot about it, but um that's like I think like the next Monster Hunter thing. Okay. Um it's like a couple of weeks away, two weeks or so, I think they're coming out with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh oh for the, the Monster Hunter Go you mean? Mm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Chat saying me telling me I saw this. I I don't remember. I see a lot of things. <laughs> don't recall. <laughs> um the problem with these long game shows is like there's so many games and names that like by the time you get to the end yeah. you forgot half of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Dragon's Dogma Two is going to be amazing. Yeah, I, is, I'm. Yeah, first game was so fun. Uh, whether you played it well, I guess you couldn't co-op it, but you could. You could bring friends, pawns along, and that mm. was always fun. But just the base game itself. Uh, going back, I, I did a playthrough that two years ago, a year ago, uh, and it was like fully modded, and I had a an absolute blast with it. Um, super fun to play if you've never played it. Um, it's worth that, it. that game is like over ten years old, and it still has like arguably the best magic system in any game ever. God, yeah, it does. Yeah, Get I mean, the- Baldur's Gate kind of came up and and said, "Give me some room," but I still think it's it's definitely a contender. Yeah, but the 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 like power spike or the the I don't I don't know. Just the feeling of like charging up a spell and then seeing a giant fucking tornado, An tornado or just like come a out of the meteor sky. or something yeah. dropped out. Yeah. I was like, dude, it was so good. That's fucking great. cool. Uh, it was great. <laughs> and then you could like combine the two and like it's just it's awesome. Like that, you don't get that level of of like uh, character power that often in video mm. games. Um, and they did a great job with that. One of my favorite parts of that so, game was like you're in the dark fighting wolves and they're like they're weak to fire and they hunted packs arisen like over and over again how did they make how did they make dialogue from the party members that didn't get annoying because they said it non-fucking stop they never stopped yeah. saying that shit and oh, every no, time no, it no. did it would just like make me laugh or <laughs> I wasn't ever just well, like even shut up. For me, it'd be like that week to fire, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, they are!" <laughs> like it was like, "Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's one of the few games where I actually welcome that. Um, Dana, you're probably the most clued into this. Where the hell did this Bloodlines two trailer come from last night? Out of nowhere, <laughs> this game was supposed to release like I think early this year or last late last year, and then just sort of died last second just it would disappeared 
they're like it's on pause we're like canceling it or like putting it on like hold and then it no nothing came out about it for a long time then all of a sudden yesterday there's like here's a trailer it's coming out soon like what how did that happen but the trailer looks amazing like it looks stunning the focus was on blood hunt right they, they focused on blood hunt for a, a while for a couple of months probably and, like, them some time yeah um and now i think i think blood hunt is shutting down now um, oh really they, yeah uh, unfortunately yeah. They, they're t- shutting the servers down that one. Ooh, not enough players um, that's rough great time to announce a new one though yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people had expected this was dead, right? Because there were so many controversies around the developers and all that. Yeah. It's just like a mess. I think at one point they said they remade the entire game and, and you know, they had layoffs and yeah, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so this is, what do we, what else has the Chinese room developed? What, who are the devs? Like, what else have they done, Chet? I don't know much about them. I just I just know they're making it. Uh, Dear De- Esther. And oh, Amne- that was a good one. Um, Amnesia. Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Okay. That was okay. Uh, still Wakes the Deep. Everybody's gone to the Rapture. So Let Us Melt and Little Orpheus are the games that they think. Okay. All right. So not that much a lot of combat. simulators in that one. Yeah. Not a lot of combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see what that uh, what that looks like. I think that's it, Chat. Did we miss any big news? I do. I do want to talk to the two of them about video games in our remaining forty minutes. Um, I don't know. There, there was a Super Mario's uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder Direct. Dan, did you watch that? Uh, no. Okay, yeah. I've not seen it. They put out fourteen minutes of gameplay um, of that. The direct came out Thursday morning, or maybe Wednesday morning. Um, but it, the, the response to it was pretty positive. Um, Bioware getting cannibalized. We talked about the Bioware layoffs last week. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably it. I think we're supposed to get something from Atlas at Tokyo Game Show. I saw some some bits of that. I would love Persona Six news if that's oh, the I case. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Dan. I know you saw some. There were rumors that people were being shown. Uh, what what was that about the Nintendo stuff? There's a lot of rumors that they were that Nintendo was at Gamescom and they were having very secret behind door meetings, showing press um, the next Switch behind closed doors, like giving them a preview of what to expect. And that's all we know. It's very hush hush, and lots of rumors that it's going to come out next year sometime. Yeah, hope so. Uh, just for the sake of new hardware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I hope there's some sense of cross compatibility. Uh, like the software still runs on it. Hopefully yeah. we're not in that era anymore where none of the software works. Uh, I hope it, I hope it just is like a graphical update yeah. to all their I hope old you hardware, just like inst- software. It plays all the old games, but it plays them higher frames and higher resolution. Yeah. Just pop them in. It just works. Yeah. Just works. I hope so. Uh, this was the other big, uh, well, one of the big trailers from the week. Uh, Capcom put out a trailer for Aki Strip, and I watched you grind Street Fighter for <laughs> ten hours the other day, trying to get into she looks uh, so cool. the diamond. She yeah, looks so cool. I haven't seen this yet. Uh, how, how are you feeling about the character? Uh, and then I guess Street um, Fighter as well. Uh, so I my last uh, Street Fighter, I lost 
uh, a thousand LP in a ranked climb off stream. Uh, I won on like a 27 loss streak. Rage quit the game and then messaged Justin Wong for coaching. So that was like in those, that was in that. And exact when order. was this? This was like three days ago. Oh. And I haven't played since. I didn't realize like, you dropped a thousand. I watched, I was there when you hit diamond or whatever. Yeah. And then I tried to play off stream and I went back down again. So oh. I, and then, yeah, it was bad. But um, yeah, this character's great. There's um, there's a character in Street Fighter Five called Feng, and he's like a a poison guy, and he was terrible. He was abysmal. Yeah. Um, and I, this almost looks like she's his disciple. She does like the poisoning stuff, but she's like got like the snake stance, kung fu, and uh, looks really agile. She looks really cool. Um, Street Fighter Six, like the character designs have all just been flawless. Like they're so good. So I'm really excited. Uh, for the new characters they put out, and like all the old characters too, they've like reimagined their kit, and they they all feel unique. They've done a really good job, so I'm excited. I re- her second but, outfit uh, looks better than her first one. Yeah, I think it looks great. Her hair is really stupid, but I you know it's, it's kind of okay. guile-esque. They, well, they're going for that unique silhouette, right, with every character, so that you know everyone has like that that identifiable silhouette, and hers is just like a mushroom head, which is fine. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, she's uh, she's creepy. She's a little creepy. Yeah, what the fuck? Very creepy. Yeah, unfixable. You could say, yeah, unfixable. You can't fix her. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I've been having a great time with it. Oh, I I was gonna say they. I love that that meme has gotten so popular that Capcom in their Street Fighter official tweet included like, "You can't fix her. She'll fix you." Yeah. Like that was the official that's... marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I love yeah, they're not taking they're not taking it too seriously. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been really enjoying Street Fighter as like my first like real end brackets because I don't really consider Smash a fighting game, but this is my first real fighting game. Uh, guys, that was me and Dan, or uh, that was all. I've won stripping. tournaments. I've won tournaments in Smash, and I've won tournaments in Frona. And neither of them are fighting games. Okay, they're just not. <laughs> well, the For Honor one I can understand, but the, the Smash thing, you're on your own there. I'm, For Honor is more a fighting game than Smash. Okay, bro. Let's just uh, you're Jesus. <laughs> anyway, anyways, Smash is a pie game. That's that's all I'll say about that. Oh, uh, but boy, Street Fighter. I'm really enjoying it a lot. I would recommend if people are like if you're kind of on the fence. I would say get into it now. The one issue I'm having is I'm, I'm at the level where people who are in Master's rank, like the best players, yeah. they get bored, and they're like, I'm going to level a new character. But they have all these great fundamentals. And so what happens is they level a new character, and they fall straight into Diamond 1, which is the rank I'm in. And so I'm just getting my ass beat by all these like really good players that are just on a second character, and they're just whooping me over and over again. And I'm struggling to breathe, and I'm trying to cling to my Diamond rank. And uh, I'm just not good enough to get through the wall of Smurfs. So they need to take a leaf out of Dota's book and ban these kids. There you go. There you go. I need to get I need to get coached by the god himself, Jay Wong. That's true. I'm gonna go for the second option because that results in me being better at the game. Yeah. I still can't believe it makes sense given who Justin Wong is, but I can't believe that he got masters on every character in the game in like two weeks. He he got masters. By queuing random, which is like every game he just gets a different random character and he doesn't know what he's getting until the match starts. 
Yeah. And he just still got masters. Great. He's it's kind of a sick joke. <sighs> he's too yeah. good at it's, it's crazy. If he can't help me, no one can. Here's is basically he, where I'm at. Here's the I'm thing. I'm unhelpable. I, I saw him tweeting with uh with Sonic Fox about this. They might be good at fighting games stripping, but they're yeah. dog shit at every other game that they play. And oh, they both admitted it. Absolutely. So I think that's yeah. a pretty good trade-off. Like me, you and me, we're gonna suck at fighting games, but we're gonna be like kind of okay at other games. You know? No, we're not. We're just average. <laughs> no, we, we could be like kind of okay we're at the average jokes. But we could be like kind of okay stripping, you know? We could but we would be better at every other game than Sonic that's right stripping there you go that's the way to think about and so it. we can we can take that to the grave and no one will care because <laughs> sonic fox wins evo exactly exactly that's right uh-huh. yeah. yeah no i'm excited for aki she looks great uh <laughs> after her is um what is akuma God, who is akuma is two characters not after her but the one after that i think oh so a long time yeah it's next is ed which nobody wants, and I don't know why they're putting Who the him fuck in. is Ed? And then Akuma. Ed is like, um, God, he's like a he's like a boxer, kind of. Um, and then and then there's Akuma, and everyone's like insanely excited for Akuma. Yeah, Akuma, not so much dope. Ed. Yeah, um, Ed is like Balrog's understudy. Oh, so like they're taking a lot of like the old characters instead of putting them in, they're putting in like. You know, like their new, like Lily, right, is like a kind of a descendant of T Hawk, yeah. Uh, T Hawk, and yeah. So, like, they're kind of like taking that approach, and it's like Egg is Barrett's student, and they've probably reimagined him a little bit to be cool, and it's whatever, but you know, the Odyssey, I mean, I'm of the mindset of the longer it takes for Akuma to come out, the better, because when he comes out, he will be disgustingly broken, <laughs> and that's when it's over for everyone who hasn't learned the play. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The longer it takes for Akuma to be released, the better for everyone else. Because it gives everyone a chance to like learn the game before the Destroyer of Worlds is released and all the pro players pick up Akuma. Akuma, yeah. Yeah. Who uh yeah. is it was it Tokido used to play a lot of Akuma and was just like a god? Is that who it was? Yeah, but JP, imagine a modern Akuma. True. Yeah. So you don't even need inputs anymore. You're yeah. just Akuma with modern controls. That sounds like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I'm I'm for it. I'm for it. What, dude? <laughs> yeah. What? What? Oh, I'm only for it because I know that you'll be grinding when it happens, and I'll watch you fight the modern Akuma, and I'll just be sitting there typing classic in chat, so happy that I'm not raging right now playing that game. The smoking duck. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. So great. Fucking watching you going up against like. Kido and the hat, uh, they're, they're literally. I think the reason they're taking so long to release Akuma is just so that Tokido has to wait. Probably because once he gets it, it's over. It's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mo- modern mm-hmm. Zangief and you is some of the because I can like I get upset when I see that grab from literally across the screen <laughs> from like this far away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he just grabs it. And you're like, well, that's fucking fair. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Street, fighting games has been like my greatest test of anger management and it's like that's what league was I have for me. to like yeah. and i have to stop playing and be like how did i feel throughout this and how do i feel at the end and sometimes i'm good and sometimes i'm not okay at all and so i'm trying to work on myself so that i am better at the end of a, a playing session sure yeah i've, I've done that so, with league it's yeah. it's therapy it's therapy uh dan you played some under the waves I'm actually very curious about this game because I saw some gameplay of it. It looks fucking awesome. It 
it was it like came out of nowhere it just like dropped and it was like from a studio that this was their first game and at the beginning it's kind of like a subnautica but without base building and it's kind of linear it's not really a sandbox um you're you play as a diver who's has to live um under the water to help fix leaks and stuff with like oil drills and stuff that are down there and then like this guy in the talkie is giving you missions and stuff to um do and you go around you explore you get loot you do some light crafting like uh weapons like not there's no weapons in the game no weapons at all is there any fighting Um, at all no fighting the only the only thing you do is you hold a flare to like hold stuff back um during a couple parts okay but there's no like actual combat or fighting with the tank or yourself and nothing can harm you except you run out of air which on the left side of the screen um and some things will only one creature in the game can actually harm you and that all it does is drain your oxygen got it okay now it starts out very lighthearted, and the the voice acting in this game is amazing. The story also, it's very very heavy. It deals a lot with death and loss. So it it's a game that'll make you very sad. It'll make you very, think about people that have died because the main character is going through a death himself. Um, he lost someone he loved, and he's about dealing with grief. A little bit of like you know weird stuff going on, some mysteries under the water, a little bit of Lovecraft, but overall, it's a very emotional game that tells a really good but very powerful story. So be prepared before you play. It's not a happy game. If it doesn't stay happy, it gets very intense. But it's very good. I was very glad I played it because the voice acting and the actors really nail it, and just it makes you feel really good. I. Came out of nowhere. I, it was really cheap. It's only like actually, actually it's, it's thirty dollars, but it's like a good not a fifty uh, or seventy dollar game at least. Yeah, it's like a fi- fifteen hour game, and it's like really good. The fifteen hours it doesn't ever stay. It's welcome. The acting is good. The graphics are good. The gameplay loop is fun. Um, but yeah, very emotional story. So be prepared for that when you're going in. I saw in in a lot of the because I I saw it one because you started to stream it and then there was a couple other sponsored streams that i checked out so i was curious about reviews a lot of the reviews were saying that it's like super heavy-handed in like climate change and and like that topic and they said it was like way too heavy-handed did you get that at all or is that on the well i mean you're dealing with um oil drilling underwater so there's like of course okay sure yeah like there's oil that spills and stuff and there's like oil's bad and we're polluting the planet like a little bit of that but it was not really about that it's more about like your character and why they are under the water in the first place and what they're running from and about what happened in their past and how your character deals with it and overcomes their grief and loss that's like the main story the the climate stuff is like secondary to it and I think it's a really good story that uh, most anyone can relate to. And I think it's, it's like a lot of people will enjoy this one, especially when there's no combat. It's, it's, it's pretty chill. It's not, it's, there's some like tense parts, but there's no like jump scares or anything. It's not like a horror game. Mm. There are some like creepy stuff that happens a little bit here. And there. Yeah. Lots of collectibles too. Like here you get out of the boat, you gather some recipes and some items to craft and stuff. How strong do you think uh, the thalassophobia would be 
uh, for people that, that suffer as such. Uh, Can they get through this? The game is very well lit, so there's no like dark depths that you can't see where you're going. There's you can always see anything that's a danger. So there's no like fear of something you can't see. Like okay. um, there's no large creatures or anything like that either. So it's like very manageable. Got it. It's not like Subnautica where like you're going in the dark and there's this you can hear something you don't know where it is. You're, you're dr- driving into the darkness, but it's none of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's Jesse Cox safe is what you're saying. Yes, Jesse Cox would love this game. <laughs> uh, I I wish I could find a point in the VOD where you go up to the <clears throat> the top of the, the the water of the ocean because that it's gorgeous. I only did it like a couple of times, um, but yeah, you can go to the top and look over, and it's the graphic style is very pretty. It's like a mix of Telltale games of old and more modernized looking graphics it's very beautiful yeah i i would argue that it's uh it kind of outdoes for the water tech when you're at the top it kind of outdoes sea of thieves granted you're not always on the water not interacting with it so maybe the physics isn't there and it's just like a graphic thing but i would love if it was like a a uh like a screensaver type situation because it's gorgeous looking yeah i i love that and it the best part was that it just I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't know what to expect in with the story or the gameplay. It was just so different and original in what it was. Yeah, uh, is Very it multi-plat? Uh, do you do you know what? Platform? I think it's on console. Okay, this console and PC. This is the PC version you were playing. Yeah, cool. cool. It plays best best with the controller, anyways. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that is uh, that is under the waves. Stripping. What's top of mind? So, what else have you been playing? Street Fighter, Starfield, what else have you been diving into? Dude, that's kind of it, but I watched an amazing Nicolas Cage movie last night. <laughs> Amazingly terrible. What did you watch? I don't want to... So, apparently, there was a company that got the IP to Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh-huh. And then they got Nick Cage on board, and then they lost the IP, but they made the movie anyway. Oh, and no. it's called Willy's Wonderland. And it it's only an hour and a half, and it's just Nicolas Cage trapped in like a restaurant with like killer animatronics, and he doesn't say a single line of dialogue in the whole movie. I don't know if they couldn't afford him to speak or he just chose not to speak, but he doesn't say a word, and it's just like him and a bunch of animatronics for an hour and a half, and he just that's the whole movie. It's called. It's called Willy's Wonderland. Does he just kill everything? I'm not going to tell you what he does and doesn't do because you need. I think everyone should at least see this movie <laughs> once. But it was incredibly. It was like terrible, but incredible. It was like a standard Nick Cage movie in in all its glory. Huh. Except he didn't say a word. He didn't say a damn word. Yeah, uh, Archangel yeah. in my chat says uh, he thought it would be a challenge to not say a word, and it was his choice. Yeah, and uh, it's it's. It's funnier because he never speaks. And everyone's just trying to navigate that. And they're like, oh, I guess you're a man of few words. It's just stupid shit like that. <laughs> and he never says a fucking thing. I thought I'd bring this up because it's kind of a video game, uh, you know. Sure. Yeah, they lost the degree. IP. Uh, uh, and it's called what? Yeah. Willy's Wonderland? Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. It's okay. on, it's on, I think it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Got um, it. Yeah. Or his contract was... Night. It's like extra payment per word, and they're like, 
Aha, we'll figure that out. Uh-huh. We'll get around this. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure this yeah. out. It's to, to know that it was his choice is even funnier when you watch it. But uh, yeah, that was why I did. I, I haven't really played any other games. You played this? Uh, this week. I did play this. This is Trine <laughs> 5. How is so? How's the is, fifth uh, fucking try? I can't believe they made five of these games. It's gonna. It's, it's kinda fucking wild. great. It's fucking great. But we, I played with some friends. Uh, I played with Stir, Lolman, and Kraken. And between us, we had one and maybe two, my one and a half brain cells. I would say it was really <laughs> rough out here trying to navigate these puzzles with four of us. Yeah. Um, the way it works is you you start as the rogue. It's the same classes as the other games. You get the rogue, the warrior, and the wizard. Well, it's four person um, though, right? That's the new thing. It's four person, but you still only have the three classes. You can oh. just play whichever you you want. Um, and like all trines, it's just a puzzle game. Like you go through, there's a little bit of combat, but mostly it's a puzzle game, and you solve puzzles together. Um, so we got to a segment. You do the rogue first, and then you unlock the knight, and then you unlock the wizard. So this is us in the wizard part, but the <laughs> the catch with the wizards is because if you had multiple wizards, it would make the puzzle too easy. So all the wizards only get one cube between them. And so every time someone tries to summon oh, the cube, no. it steals it from someone else. And so we spent 10 minutes trying to navigate puzzles because someone just kept yoinking the cube <laughs> or someone would hit the wrong button and the cube would get stolen or someone's controlling the cube and someone else tries to control it and it just... It was an absolute uh, shit show. But it was very fun. And I, if, you, if you're looking for a game to just play with some friends, like a, a fun co-op puzzle experience, uh, highly recommend it. It was great. Cool. Uh, the voice acting was fun. The music was good. Um, the puzzles were great. Uh, and there's like secrets everywhere. So you can just kind of dive in and find secrets. There's a cool level up system. So you can unlock uh, like level ups. And you can change characters on the fly as well. So you can like literally be a wizard and then in the next room be like oh i think i war i need a warrior for this oh even Um, even co-op you can change even co-op you can just like boom you can just be someone else that's that's cool um yeah it's it's really fun um and it's not very like strict um yeah it's just a fun little puzzle game but uh unfortunately for us um yeah i know not who i know who not to play puzzle games with next time it's required (laughs) you need need the puzzler I'm, i'm kind of a well i'm a himbo and so I need I need someone with a brain, uh, but it was like four himbos locked in a room. It was a nightmare. Uh, like, look, I just watched some one of us just try to stuff a cube in that tiny hole, and now we're hitting <laughs> the other guy on the head. Like, it was a te- it was terrible, but it was good. It was really fun. So uh, yeah, definitely check it out Trine Five. Uh, it's on all platforms, I think as well. Cool. Yeah, uh, they've got kind of a. Is this a developer wide? Um sale right now on steam because trine 5 is 30 but like every one of their other games like trine 4 is 750 trine 3 is 550 trine is three dollars and 30 cents trine 2 is five bucks so they got like all their old That's stuff on sale yeah yeah those yeah. are great puzzle games i just can't believe that there's five of them like no, yeah i, I didn't i don't even remember i i remember three i didn't remember four and now there's five. So that I, I guess they just keep firing them out. People love them, and they keep making them, and uh, they're really well-priced as well. So it's just a, it's a good game to pick up and play with friends. Yeah. Chat saying we don't talk about Trine 3. I guess Trine 3 was bad. I never, Maybe. I never played it. Yeah. Maybe. Have not played it. Could not comment on it. Uh, Dan, Same. anything else you've been playing? Uh, besides the Starfields and the Under the Waves, I could pull up your... 
your game list uh, other than armored core which we played a little bit of um we talked about that last week uh did you guys both finish that probably... no oh, i yeah. got like i got like i i did like the chapter two boss and i got i think the chapter three boss that's as far as i got before starfield came out okay uh yeah i'm just looking i broke the game by doing uh tank treads with um shotguns and grenade launcher and it was just it was just a joke so easy yeah, yeah it's a joke everything was just dying really quickly yeah that's the, the arena joke. was one shotting everything it was it was broken that's the joke it's not balanced at all <laughs> i break it yeah have they talked about if they're gonna patch that at all uh from software will. usually just sort of drops patches randomly like they did that with the sure. uh, elden ring they're just like boop here's a patch we nerfed yeah. everything and buffed everything yeah they yeah. they might normally they don't touch armored core normally they just drop it and then they're like have fun so sure. uh i'm hoping they do because of the pvp element but uh maybe they won't i don't know i'm kind of jaded the, the tag treads is so fucking strong given that i played the game the other way and got my ass beat so uh, I hope all those people get nerfed to shit. That's my <laughs> thought. Fair. Fair. Deserved. Yeah. Deserved. Uh, yeah. Dan, what does this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game? Oh, uh, Shredder's Revenge. It's I don't know if you ever played the NES uh, games, but... Oh, yeah. It's really fun. It's like a modern version of those games. Uh, if you liked uh, like the Manhattan Project was the game I had on NES and I played the shit out of that game. It's fun if you like the little street brawlers. This has, unlike the old games, difficulty settings, so if you want to have an easier experience, you also level up so you get stronger, you get more health and more like ninja meter and stuff. <laughs> if you like the old games, it's like a love letter to the fans of the old um, NES Ninja Turtle games. They just launched a new DLC where there's like a survival mode where you um, go oh. through and fight rooms and Sort of are roguelike. It's okay, but I think the base game's a lot better. It's just fun to go through and experience the story and stuff. Are they charging a lot for uh, the DLC? Is it like five bucks uh, or? I can't remember. I'll have to. I'll look it up right now. Sure. I would. I would. This game was. Uh, this game's really fun. Like seven bucks for the DLC for this game, and the base game is about uh, twenty-two dollars right now. Okay, gotcha. No, seventeen, and the bundle is twenty-two dollars. So. 17 for the game. Cool. Yeah, stripping, apparently you, you said you played this? Yeah, it's not a long game. It's like three hours, but it's got a lot of replay value. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has so, like... Yeah. What Was the DLC character that they put in like Shredder's daughter? I think so. Okay. I didn't yeah, even know she was a character been. in the TMNT universe. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the thing. I know they've got like like April O'Neil as a playable character, and she she just just shoots a gun, uh, and there's some like other characters. Yeah. <laughs> what they just gave her a gun? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what else she gonna do? They just gave her a, a real ass. Learn karate or something. Like what? You can't just give someone. She's a, a reporter, gun man. She doesn't know karate. Yeah, what do you mean? Really fight much? She just like reports on stuff. Oh give her a gun. God, give her a. What have? Jesus Christ! Ever smack people with a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She, does, she also does that. She also does that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, I was looking to see what else I've played. Pretty much just uh, just Starfield. I, off stream, been still fucking playing Snap. Getting, 
fuck both of you two for doing the <laughs> sponsored streams. I'm still snapping. Yeah, game is so. Oh, I'm playing. I'm uh, I'm playing Nikkei. I can't say anything. Oh, how is how is the Nikkei uh, progression for you? I'm loading. Uh, that's it. They're on a, they, had, they just released a near event, so uh, I lost all my how, money. How deep that. are you in the near event? Oh, I've like yeah, I've completed it. No, no, I mean, like, how much money have you dumped into the near event trying to get? Oh, I had so much. I knew it was coming for a couple of months, so I just kept saving up for it. So I actually from like dailies or something. Yeah, no, from swiping. (laughs) You could have just lied. You could have (laughs) just. No, I'll be honest. I would swipe in the past, and I'd be like, "I'll I'll spend half of this and save half for the near event." Oh, then when the near event dropped, I just had a bunch of money. But um, yeah, one of the cool things I want to shout is there's a, a mod that just dropped for Baldur's Gate 3 um, that added 54 new races to the game. Um, what? Every single race from 5th edition. So like Eberron, Etheris, Kryn, uh, Eorzea, like Changelings, Kobolds, Goliaths, Vampires, Aesimirs, like every like 54 new races. And are they the like fully modeled? Dropped. Yeah, fully modeled. They like took a lot of the models that existed in the game, um, and then just put them in. And then there's Holy like shit. Um, there's a bit of code that the boulders that Larian modded in, uh, they put into the game, anticipating mods. So there's a there's a bit of code where uh, NPCs will recognize if you're not any of the races from the base game. So when people oh, mod wow. in races. They'll be like, "Oh, I don't see many of you around here." Like they'll acknowledge that you're you're a an uh, like a, a race as so cool. a modded they race. So it's super, it's super cool. Yeah. So there's some dialogue options that are like related to you being a modded race. Uh, That's and crazy. This new one is called. Yeah, it's called Fantastical Multiverse. If anyone wants to check it out, and there's is there like a trailer for races. it? No, it's literally just a mod on Nexus mods that you can you can check out. But um, yeah, it's a. Uh, insane <laughs> yeah holy shit um and they've intro they, they've because obviously eorzea falls under the fifth edition now so they've actually added like hures elizans garleans as well like as playable races and just a- anything from from 5e uh minotaurs kobolds goblins uh yeah it's a lot it's a lot of stuff bugbears be a bugbear sorry about that chap <laughs> i just blasted them with the fucking trailer uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought that was a cool little mod that just dropped yeah no that's awesome i i'm that that game is gonna get so much uh legs yeah. to it because it's just like starfield right they're only only gonna get better the more time that uh yeah. the modding community has with them yeah both of them are yeah absolutely uh yeah and, and snap i'm currently uh omega ranked i'm level 83 what does that mean level 83 in the game for like the ladder oh uh i got i gotta become infinite by monday at midnight i don't know if it's gonna happen we'll see what Uh, do you get if you become infinite by monday at midnight you get uh you get this card skin Ooh, it's okay oh okay I like card backs. I like getting them all, even if it card backs. Card backs are a great, a great card game addition. Yeah, yeah. I've gone up seven hundred rank though since I started playing. So that's oh, you've been on the grind. Yeah, I, I play a lot. It's it's bad. I'm glad that I haven't swiped though. I haven't, I haven't swiped. I haven't swiped yet. That's I'm 
I, okay, I spent you 25 bucks in it. Nobody... I spent $25 in it and that's it. I was going to say, you said I haven't swiped so many times without <laughs> us even prompting it that it just, it, that told me that you had swiped. It was like a panic. <laughs> Only $25 because I had to get the red skull card that they put in because it was really cool looking in, and it also gave me some credits and blah, blah, blah. Uh, hey, best life, man. And then uh, I've been playing Destiny, uh, Destiny 2. That, that new raid launched, the new old raid launched uh, Friday. Um, I have not done it yet. I've heard that it's pretty good. Um, I've heard that it's actually harder than the previous raid, uh, Ron. Um, so that that's cool. A lot of people are enjoying that. Um, the person that got uh, world first for the raid uh, claimed their fourth world first title. Um, so they're yeah. in a, a league of their own. Um, I should say the, the group, not the person. Because uh, there's six of them, so... Fourth in a row. That's what it is. Yeah. They're kind of crushing. They're, they're untouchable. I think it took them about six ish hours, uh, to get that. And the crazy thing is, uh, the first, uh, place group and the second place group had like a literal minute and four seconds or something between the boss kills. Uh, that's how, that's how close the raids were, uh, which is pretty fucking cool that they were that close to one another. Uh, so that's great. And then, oh yeah, I played, uh, did I talk about Guild Wars 2 last week with you guys? Played some more Guild Wars 2, they had a new expansion come out. Um, Is it good? Yeah, that that game's like a sleeper MMO hit. Uh, They launched on Steam a year or two ago, and it like ballooned their entire player base. Um, And so it's it's kind of getting like a resurgence um, in a lot of ways. It's, It's like the most casual MMO that you can play and just have fun, hang out with, uh, like drop in, drop out type shit. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I want to go back and do all the stories in it. Cause there's four expansions now, I think. Um, and each one's like 15 ish hours of, of story content and story content's pretty good. Um, doesn't take long at all to max level in that game. It, it's, it's like a really fun, just casual grind. Kind of like how, uh, I think Danny played a lot of ESO. Uh, it's, it's similar yeah. to that in a lot of ways. You just drop in, hang out, see the world, experience a cool story. Very low, and, very low pressure MMO. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stripping it. How's the, uh, how's the, the DSR rating go going? I know you've been doing that. Uh, really good. Yeah. I was told it would be the hardest one. I know it's just cause I've done three already. So I kind of like, cause uh, a lot of the, when we're learning a lot of things that they'll, they'll, I can just reference the old ones and it's like a similar mechanic. Um, but we've done, I've done two sessions of three hours each and I saw phase six of seven. So, wow. um, yeah, uh, probably, probably either going to get it down, uh, on Tuesday or Thursday, which is on my next two sessions. So that's their next session. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long going, have you spent on well. it so far? You said six hours. Yeah. So we do, okay. we do three hour sessions. Um, that's not bad ago. actually. Uh, so we did two sessions this week just gone and then we'll do three this week and i reckon it'll be done by then but if not you know i'll be close what are you is that uh, are you playing dancer yeah I'm playing reaper oh reaper yeah reaper. Playing reaper. i think you literally yeah. just said all of this and i was pulling up the vod so i completely <laughs> no i didn't i didn't say i was reaper. okay i'm right, playing I'm reaper. it's been yeah um i did i've done three ultimates one is a warrior one is a dancer and one is a reaper so this is like just stuck to why why knew already didn't want to learn something new and learn the fight. Um, but yeah, 
For those who don't know what ultimates are, they're like the the, the penultimate challenge for like a MMO raider. Um, they're like super hard boss fights. Uh, they're normally between like fifteen and twenty minutes in length. And um, if you die at any point or mess up, you go back to the start. So you have to execute like a a twenty minute flawless fight. Um, and the mechanics are quite fluid. There'll be like uh, set mechanics, but who gets assigned what will always change. So you kind of have to learn every role and adapt. And yeah, they're really fun. Um, the group I'm going with um, is a guy called Sausage Roll, and they run something called Project Ulti. Um, and it's essentially a project. Uh, you can check out the Discord um, or you can check out his stream, but it's basically a bunch of like really, really good Final Fantasy Raiders. Um, they've created Discord for people that have wanted to do an ultimate, but maybe they don't have like that kind of friendship group or they don't know how to get into it. Um, and you can kind of like book in uh, with them and they'll like take you through and get you your totem. So it's a cool little project just to like support the community. Um, and they're all like insanely good at the game. So they've been like taking me through and teaching me and they're all nice guys. So if you're interested, yeah, just like Google Project Ulti. Um, there's some fan game articles on them and stuff. Nice. Uh, but yeah, cool guys. It's been fun. If this is the penultimate, what's the ultimate? Fight? Yeah. I'm curious for you. What's you said this is the penultimate fight. There's 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 a there's an ultimate after this. The new one. Oh, the new one. That's that's the one. okay, yeah. that's the ultimate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That, that so is this is, is that this top? is this is the second hardest. Yeah, top is the new one. And that's like apparently a lot harder than this. So got it. I'm gonna get this one down and I'm gonna go for the last one. Uh, at some point, fingers crossed. Yeah, but um, I know they said if if we manage to get this by Tuesday, then um, they might be hitting you up to get you in on this. So. Yeah, I'm supposed to do some sort of rating. I think at the, I think the end of September or something like that. The issue though, you're playing Reaper. I I was like, yeah, I play White Mage now, and, and like everyone just said, oh. Like that was the response because <laughs> like on a DPS, they could carry the DPS. Right. But if I'm healing, yeah, I actually There's have only to be two good <laughs> and you have to be like flawless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can still do it when I, when I did, um, when I did T, I was like, I want to tank. And they were like, you shouldn't. And I was like, I want to though. Yeah. And it took a little bit longer, but I, I did it as a tank. So I think I haven't oh, healed at going. all. In like opposed to, it's just going to take some time. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny because uh, they were all a, just like, oh, okay, yeah. all right, let, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> it's definitely a good way to just get really good at the game in a really short period of time. Like, every time I do one of these, I just, like, get really, really good at Final Fantasy because there's, like, nothing harder than this. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, you got to learn how to It's kind of a cakewalk. You got to learn how to play. Fun. It's really fun. You got to get It's kind of testing yourself. Cool. Uh, well, what's up? Uh, Cohen Zeke should, oh, I hope Zeke is back. By next week, I guess we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, but uh, what what do you guys got coming up? What's what's big on the agenda? I guess Dan, more Starfield for you, probably. Yeah, probably playing some that indie game called Starfield. Yeah, <laughs> the small little indie project, a little uh, yeah, little Starfield. That's why the side of the game is going to take me so long to just get through. I just want to do at least all the main quests, like all the factions, all the storyline. Yeah, it just seems like it's gonna, that's going to be a huge task. What? Uh... What do you think will happen first? Do you finish all that or proper mods come out for the game that, that make it better? There are already mods coming out. Like uh, script extender is already working with Starfield. Like modders are out in full force on this game already. 
like so i'm excited to see like what they do i want to see what the most popular all time is so right now the most popular is the dlss uh upscaler um yeah there's Mm -hmm. also performance Mm -hmm. optimizations achievement enabler oh so you can actually go in and like turn on the weight thing and then do the achievement enabler (laughs) uh there's an fov mod um Mm -hmm. yeah what what else i I keep cutting you off what else is there one that like uh moves the xp meter from being in the middle of the screen to the side so it doesn't like you know how you ever take an xp it's right in the middle of the screen yeah someone moved that over uh, someone like the game uses heavy color filters for planets. Like you go in there, there's like a color filter for make this planet look red and stuff. You, you can turn that off and stuff. There's lots of little things. Wow. There, did you see this one called quantum reshade? Oh yeah. Uh, reshade mods are great in uh, Skyrim. Like it, you go in, they tweak how the, it basically it's like a, Imagine like there's the game. They put like a filter over the game to make it like change the colors and sharpness and stuff. Yeah, it can look real good. Those are the things that wow. make Skyrim look modern, even like ten years later. Yeah, that's it, amazing. Those have really good. These are like before and after shots. God, I'm putting this on before I so play, play again. Better. Yeah. Yeah, that looks great. Beautiful stuff. Like I don't know if you noticed, but in the game, um, the UI is 30 FPS. Someone's made a mod to make it 60 FPS. The UI, that like the menus and stuff. That explains so much. Holy shit! Yep. <laughs> God damn, the that's frustrating. Are fast, they're quick. They make these decisions so quickly. You wonder like why Bethesda didn't just do them, do it themselves. Wow, that look at that shot. That looks actually impressive as hell. Yeah, I might. Those reshade mods her. can be absolutely amazing. So pretty. Yeah, that's. That's kind of wild. Might have hey, if you are a modder out there, shout out to you, man, doing God's work. For mm-hmm. real. Yeah. I, uh, I cannot wait for someone to have a Enterprise ship where I can fly the Enterprise and walk around oh the inside my God. of it. You know it's yeah. coming, too. You know I've it's seen, coming. I, I saw someone was making, uh, or someone's already made a Star Destroyer. For, uh, they, they have a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Um, there's a bunch of like uh, X wings, Y wings, A wings, uh, all all the wings. Um, there, there's there's been a lot of stuff. You're gonna get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I actually, I wonder how easy it is to put some of these mods in. Some of them are real quick. You just like drop them in the file folder and then drop another file and then then it just works. Yeah, like 60- some of them are more complex. You just have to read the instructions for each one. Less spongy enemies, 60 FPS smooth UI. Remove the ugly green tone, no FPS loss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Immersive damage, all clothes, helmet, backpack items. Edgy, or easy digi pick. In-game F- Oh, yeah, there's no FOV slider. That's wild. Yep. Pretty much if there's anything in the game that annoys you, more than likely, there is a mod already for it if they can do it yet. So some things are more complex and they'll take time to fix, but they'll, they they are so fast at changing things and fixing things and tweaking stuff. You got improved blood. Better splash. Oh, someone just threw in a billion splash screens. Like what you were saying, Dan, I guess just a bunch of JPEGs or PNGs. Yep, a bunch of cool like files you drop in your My Documents folder and just puts those as load screens wild 
someone had a better movement speed where you run, walk faster, move, run quicker. Huh. I might have to mess with some of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder how long it'll take for like a map mod uh, to be put in there and like a, um, a UI mod. You got to think that like a, the Sky UI folks are working on this, right? It'll be a different game in a year. It'll be this like something called it very different. Yeah. Yeah. God, look at, look at, what is this? Real life Starfield experience. Look at the graphic thing here. It removes all the hues from it. And so it just looks like better. There's no like. That looks great. Yeah. Weird hue on like that. Yeah. It reminds me of what they did in Fallout 3 had like this green filter over the whole game and you could turn that off and the game just looks a thousand times better. Yeah. Got it. It's like nine day difference. Yeah. So good. I'm going to have to mess with that. All right. Let's stop looking at mods. <laughs> we'll, we'll it's never, a black hole of yeah, like. We'll never end the show. God. Yeah. Can you imagine? I know you've done like the. I think we've all done the mod streams where you just sit there and like pick yep. and choose mods and then hit play yeah. and then it's a fucking massive crash I, fiesta. I, I think I prefer <laughs> this bread texture to that one. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll go with this one. Yeah, I like that. It looks so much much rounder. The bread that was, uh, that was my last cyber my last cyberpunk playthrough was very heavily modded, and it would uh, frequently go wrong. It would just crash on you. Yeah, among other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and an active stock market in there as well, which was great. Yeah, I, I remember that. Did they put that in the main game yet? That was pretty cool. How the the I don't know if they did, but it's such changed. a cool feature to have like your actions basically dictate the stock market of all the corporations and yeah. in the cyberpunk world it's, that's really cool it's fun it's a good mod i, yeah. I hope that uh <clears throat> hope that gets in there somehow in the future anyways let's call it a show thank you both for joining us here on this uh i it's, it's, there's conversation in chat i think this might be the first time we've done a drop frames without two or more of the host uh of like me co or zeke with two or two or three of us mm. so hmm. uh, we did like a drop Fims episode way way back in the day in like the first year of the show but i think this might be the first anyways uh let's do some shout outs what do you guys got going on where can people check you out dan we'll start with you hopefully all the graphics are the correct thing yeah awesome uh i'm dan's gaming uh variety streamer on twitch you can find me at twitch.tv slash dan's gaming currently playing through starfield i'll play through the all the main quests main quest first uh, we're going to try to do as much of the game as possible over the next few weeks. If you feel like checking it out, stop on by. Thanks for having me on the show, JP, and I love talking with you, Strippin'. Strippin'. Thank you guys very much. Do better shout-outs than last week. Yeah. I, what, what did I say last week? Do the right thing? Was that all I said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do the right thing, yeah. Uh, TV slash Strippin'. Tonight, I'm going to be starting a SnowRunner run of the new hard mode, which is uh, repairs and gas cost money. Uh, you can't recall your vehicles, and if you get stuck or if you run out of money, you soft lock, and it's game over. So I'm gonna be doing that with my friend tomorrow. Should be uh, thanks for the invite. Fun. Uh, look, I don't. You just not cut out. For you the you cut me out of the, the Final <laughs> Fantasy rating, and then you come out of the <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, muddy. man. Look, we well, well, we're gonna test it out today, and if it's good, we you're, would talk, love to you're have doing a mudding show while Zeke is dying right now at Burning Man. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, no. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, gonna, someone, someone's gonna get supplies to that muddy field of Burning Man, and it's gonna be me and my fleet star. All right, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> 
I'm gonna be doing some Final Fantasy raiding this week. I'm gonna be doing uh, some Street Fighter. Maybe I'm sp- not supposed to because I've got tendonitis in both my fingers. Um, but I keep playing and making it worse. Uh, I'm working fu- on that. Fucking stop! Then, what yeah, the hell? I know. And then uh, yeah, I'll probably check out Starfield again because uh, Dan's managed to sell me on on pushing through and getting getting to some story. Yeah, you gotta mod it. You gotta get modded. Thank also, you for having me. You guys are awesome. I love you both. Yeah, appreciate both of you coming on. I love do. You too, I compliment you before you attacked me. Did you see that? And then you had to step. No, no. I was gonna like say pros. also, there's got to be some part of Zeke that is like surrounded by mud, having just played Snowrunner yeah. with the two of us. And every time he looks at it, it reminds him <laughs> of what he suffered. Like, <laughs> of the experience. He can't right? get away. You know that's got to cross his mind. He looks like a tire once. tread in the mud, and he just, he's like there again. It's like numb. <laughs> he's got to be like, tri- I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, still some, some things floating around that he just like has very awful memories that are constantly, uh, you know, he's just reliving them nonstop. Yeah. Asking people yeah. if he's got a winch, if anyone's got a winch. Yeah, anyone got a winch? Get me out of this. It'll be. Can't wait to hear the stories. I'm sure uh, whenever he gets back from that. Uh, that will do it for drop frames. Thanks everyone so much for watching. Thanks once again to both of you. We should be back with another episode next week. I'm sure, we'll talk some more Starfield, and we'll see what else. We're out of here for now. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.